Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Drop Frames. We're back. It's been a week. Things have changed. Co's on fiber. Zeke had another Ooh. bad game this past weekend uh with the Cowboys. You know how it goes. Oh wait, did the Cowboys I, win? I mean I don't I don't know if they won or not. I don't follow the sport. It's the new gloves. <laughs> it's the new gloves that I got. I had to wear them because of a sponsorship and <laughs> I got the, I I got to get some signature gloves made for me because I'm dropping the ball apparently. Okay, the the Cowboys lost according to chat. So, and it's my fault. Is it I'm your sorry. fault? Do you get so what? What is the frequency of these tweets? Because I see you retweeting constantly, but I don't know like how much. <laughs> I don't know if that's like you know the one tweet thing that you blow up or if it's multiple multiple tweets. No, it's it's usually between three and six every Sunday. I'll get I'll get someone and and the funnest ones the ones I like the most are the ones that are supposedly from people who are like NFL I don't know talking heads analysts yeah you know commentators whatever like this is like from uh like dear Delaware's news station you know like those guys yeah. like Ezekiel the third really uh dropped the ball this week uh, the Cowboys <laughs> lost you know blah blah and I'm like yeah, I'm really sorry. I didn't do uh, didn't do what I was supposed to do out there. Uh, hog skin, grabbed it, dropped it. Mm -hmm. I'm I, I'm sorry. I make sure to let them know that how how apologetic I am for for not being good. And the thing is, like, it really shows how much people tweet, uh, or more how more how much more often people tweet when it's negative, when it's something they don't like. Oh yeah, because I like out That's of what the social media. I don't know, like forty, fifty tweets I've gotten over the years. Two, maybe we're like, oh, Ezekiel's great. Yeah, you know? yeah. That that's social media in a nutshell. If there if there's nothing negative to say, then you don't have anything to say at all. <laughs> it's the yeah. opposite of that age old adage. Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, it's, and it's for those of you who don't know, uh, it's Dallas Cowboys player Ezekiel Elliott. Is who they're yes. meaning to now? Is he, is he just out of curiosity? Is he Ezekiel Elliott the third? Is that is that maybe why there's like does he have a third in his name? I don't think so. I, That's so weird. I guess they're just typing like, Ezekiel and it's auto filling or something. I, I don't know. Oh, they're probably typing in Ezekiel and seeing the blue check mark. Yeah, well, yeah, because the verified, yeah, but it was happened to Zeke even before he was verified, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, there you go. Yeah, um, I'm guessing weird. it's I'm guessing it's due to um. People, uh, possibly people who are tweeting, pe people they follow, or something like that, and they follow me or something. I mean, something of that nature. Like, there's a correlation algorithm yeah. that leads them, like my name being first. Like, I know when I'm tweeting at something, I tab complete. Yeah, yeah. That are so, it's football fans who have been drinking and don't give a shit and upset that their team lost. And there's probably a exactly. ton of factors in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's probably the culmination of all of that so uh excuse me sir i'm i'm not the football player i don't even care this is cathartic for me just take it yeah yeah 100 <laughs> percent. that's exactly how it probably is uh and also like as people asking does does he get your tweets i i don't know maybe <laughs> but the thing is like you think uh, i looked i just looked at it you think someone with over two two million followers is going to respond to just about anything maybe chances are slim maybe might be bored who knows who knows uh co how's the fiber treating you how's the fiber life oh my god uh the fiber went uh live uh, i think 
what was it two days ago and uh, i've been streaming on low latency at 8k and i have yet to drop a single frame i mean i left the test stream on for like 19 hours straight yeah um yeah like it, it's been it's been absolutely incredible it's the first time i've had just consistently working internet for years yeah years that's good uh so yeah it's uh it's really good the worst part is though is my my heart has not been doing so well because now it's become this thing in my chat where one person will put f in chat and then like three will after it and then all of a sudden like 20 people are effing and i'm sitting here doing this <laughs> what what and um oh my god dude like oh, they've got me like a good five or six times and um we're just everything stops in my world and i'm just like oh god am I, is it finally happening sure is it finally happening sure. um but yeah so it's been it's been real yeah it's been real you're hyper aware of it makes sense it makes sense uh also just to preface everyone watching live right now co has nothing to do with streaming this show so if there's issues it's it's on me it's on yeah. my connection yeah we stream hopefully you won't see me start pixelating and robot and drop and the delay should be a little bit better it's not gonna be perfect because yeah. zoom has a delay yeah. but it should be a little bit better and, and stuff like that also real quick to to make sure it's clear because there's some confusion i see when i say i'm streaming in 8k i mean i'm streaming at eight kilobits per second <laughs> um i'm not streaming at it's, why is it only 1080 no that i'm still streaming in 1080 60 it's just the, the bit rates higher yeah yeah, yeah. uh i was wondering how i was going to fit this in here but this is a good segue uh in in the world of streaming 8k uh it kind of went under the radar the other day when nvidia put this out there uh but they 8, I, yeah, yeah 8,000 bit rate not 8,000 <laughs> uh resolutions yeah. uh they updated ndi or at least the company that owns ndi uh updated ndi now it's uh what they're saying is nvink accelerated which essentially means that you can over NDI capture according to this little blip on the uh, GeForce webpage. Uh, users will be able to transfer frames to their PC up to 4K 120 FPS. Latest version is in development and coming soon. Learn more here. If that's true and that like actually works, I'm never gonna buy a capture card again. Like why would I even bother if I have a gigabit connection? If I can just capture over the local ethernet at it, it, uh, 4k 120 fps there's no way a capture card will catch up to that in like six months from now or nine months from now maybe unless they've got something they're working on that i have not heard of but yeah i'm excited to see ndi finally get updated and and push to that stuff um and whenever they actually do push it live I'll, I'll probably do some testing with it it's one of the reasons why i haven't bumped up uh past 1440p to to 4000 or to 4k monitor just because nothing can capture that really it, it's limited to 4k 60 at, at best We'll see. Maybe the consoles, yeah, Chet, Chet might be right. They might be pushing that for um, for the console's sake since they're kind of getting up there. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see more of that stuff. Uh, we use NDI for the show here. Uh, we don't use it for any of the videos that we show, but all of our cameras are captured NDI over the network. Um, and we use it for a handful of things on the stream, but I still use a local capture card. Without getting too far on the weeds, how, how would that work? In what sense? Like how, how, like, how does the technology work? Yeah. Cause like a, a capture card takes, you know, uh, whatever you plug into it and uh, captures it. Right. Like that. Right. Or you're saying it's just going to be a built in thing for. Yeah. So NDI already works right now where you can just go and install the NDI suite of programs. Um, and it'll basically capture kind of your desktop. Right. Um, and you can use it on 
like those uh, those cameras that we used for the role play show, Zeke, those were all mm-hmm. NDI based. Um, we had them hardwired as well through SDI, which is like a broadcast tier uh, HDMI cable, essentially. But uh, it's just basically sending the data over a network. And so if you have a fast enough network that can keep up with that amount of data transfer, um, it can capture just like it would be if you're, um, like if you go to OBS and you right click and you project that to another screen, kind of the same thing, but not really. It's just sending that over the network. That's a pretty okay. layman's uh, explanation of it. No, I'm not necessarily the best tech-minded person to go into the- Instead of a capture card, you use an ethernet cord. Yeah, that's that's the gist of it, um, Yeah, essentially. Oh, my, uh, <laughs> my, my IT person said it, like dumbed it down and said, if you're on a two PC setup, capture the gaming PC and send it to the casting PC over the network. Yeah, yeah, essentially. That, that's I mean, exactly he's like Jenny. Is. He has a way of explaining things that I can understand. <laughs> right. He dumbs it way down for me. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about like how the program captures it, but yeah, it, it's oh, a no, basic no. level. Yeah. It's just, it's over a Ethernet cable. So um, the biggest thing with, with NDI is that it's been kind of a resource hog in the past um, where it'll be kind of resource intensive to do it. Uh, and it also has limitations on how, uh, like what resolution and FPS it can capture at. Um, and so hopefully with whatever this update is, it sounds like if they can do 4k 120, that that's gotta be a pretty big, uh, resource, um, like dump essentially in terms of lowering down the resource cost of that and potentially upping the bandwidth that it can kind of spit out. So we'll see. Uh, I've, I've seen some private showings of it and it looks very promising, um, in terms of what I've seen, but I've not seen it in like a live environment, so to speak. I'm, I might be the only one who just pictured you like in the velvet, behind the velvet rope of a strip club. And all (laughs) we're looking at is like network specs and you're just like throwing dollar bills out. Like I got a private show, man. It's great. That's true. That's how it goes. Like cables dangling off the stage. A little lesser known secret of the streaming world. All the behind the scenes demos are at strip clubs because they just (laughs) think nerds don't go there. You know, (laughs) no one will ever find any of the new stuff because it's all at strip clubs. Secret. Secret. What's going to be most important for that? Like a piece of equipment or your internet connection, like to make that like viable? Uh, Well, most like local networks are gigabit now. Um, so you don't need to worry too much about that. Just like the, the inherent routers, uh, that you buy are all gigabit connections. Um, I mean, really just, it it has to come down to if the tech works, right? Because as streamers, you want the reason that it's nice to have a hardwired capture card is it's very rarely do those fail. Right. Um, but with software every once in a while, something could screw up. There could be a connection lag. You're uh, your local network can, for some reason, drop, right? Like, it can have issues there. Um, so, hopefully, if they've kind of fixed all that stuff, and not necessarily that there was anything wrong, but sometimes audio syncing is also an issue. If you're not hardwired with audio and you're and you're using NDI, that can be a little bit of a headache when it comes yeah. to syncing that stuff. Um, so, essentially, that the headaches can come from if it doesn't work. Right. Like it needs right, to work right. flawlessly because I think as streamers, the reason that we all prefer hardware solutions is because like 99% of the time they work once you get them set up. Right. They're, yeah. they're going to always work there. So, so I was drag kicking and screaming into the mixer software thing. Like I was like, nope, I'm going to use a hardware mixer. 
it just works. I know where everything is. I know what yeah. buttons do. Blah, blah blah. And finally, I was like, oh god. And it's come with its own set of hiccups, but yeah, overall, it's been better. Yeah, and I mean that's the other thing too. Uh, when you remove all that stuff, you don't have the you know amount of knobs to tweak uh, when it comes to that stuff uh, outside of the like the the audio mixer world. I would probably always use that, I think, and I would just mute the NDI version. I just don't know how that's going to sync up um, in terms of the hardware to the, or the, the video to the, the audio over like a two PC solution, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully that stuff comes out soon. Cause I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to buy a 4k monitor now that I'm on a 3080 and I'm just, it's pointless to be on the resolution with that much of a card. There's no reason. I made a tweet the other day where like all these content creators are getting 30 nineties and I'm like, you guys have 1080p monitors. This is just for clout. You're not even doing anything with these 3090s. There's the, you're not even utilizing Yet them. somehow, I'm insanely jealous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I look at that, it's like, JP, they're not actually doing, you have a 3080. You don't need this card. JP, stop. It's like, yeah, but I yeah. would really like it. You, It'd be nice. you, you have a Lambo parked in your, <laughs> parking in, in, in your driveway, but you drive, a Nissan Xterra, like you never drive the Lambo. I mean, why, why do you have it there? Can I, can I drive it? It's I'll exactly drive it. that. Yeah. It's exactly that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've seen a bunch of different kinds of creators, put 30 nineties and then I go and like watch a stream and it's just like a, like, Oh yeah, we've got a 1080p monitor. <laughs> we're, we're running 60 FPS. It's like, ah, <laughs> the other funny part is that, uh, Warzone, the game that they're using, they're actually seeing FPS drops because I think it's CPU bound uh, or not, not CPU bound, but uh, like the CPU is a major driving force of that game's engine. Um, That's right. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw gold glove tweeting about that. Yeah. 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 So it's just, it's, it's funny is all it is that, that I want to, I want to push like four or eight K just cause I'm, I want to grab a 3090 and actually make use of it. But yeah, go ahead, Zeke. Uh, out of curiosity, um, what capture cards are you guys using? Cause I've been using the same one for like, three years now four years maybe yeah um in terms of like the game capture i'm using a elgato 4k 60 mark ii um okay. the reason i say mark ii is because that one actually allows for 1440p at uh 144 hertz um it's the only it's one of the only ones that does i think i think magewell has one and i think avermedia also has one but i've not tried uh either of those um and then for like this camera i just have a usb magewell um that just does like 1080. I think it does 1440p 30 maybe, but it just I does. actually just upgraded to that card. When I made the switch to 1440, 144, I upgraded to an Elgato uh, 4K 60 Mark II. Yeah. And it's been working just fine. It's, yeah. it's, I think it's become the de facto card since uh, Mark II came out, but yeah, we'll see. That stuff, with, we got CES in January. Obviously, we're still like three months out, but around that time, I would think you'll probably see a whole new suite especially with the consoles because they sell capture cards, not necessarily for PCs or for streamers. They sell capture cards for console people. And so usually when consoles start to push, like I think the Xbox is touting like 4k at 120 Hertz for some of their titles. Um, you'll start to see capture cards, try to keep up with that so that that generation can, you know, buy the latest and greatest. So we'll see how that goes. Um, obviously, you know, the more that we can push, the better. Uh, we'll eventually get to a point, and we kind of already there. We, we kind of are already there, where 
we're going to have to start getting higher bit rate bit rates from Twitch or it's just not even worth streaming. Like 1080p 60 at 8,000 is okay. Technically, we're not even supposed to stream at 8,000. Twitch just kind of like lets it happen. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We need, we need a higher bit rate, but people have been saying that for a long time. So we'll see how that goes. What are you laughing at, Co? Somebody just links this clip in my channel and it's just, it's like, it's like eight seconds of you. It's like, yeah, Co's a shitty streamer and I don't think you do very well. That's true. No context. Nothing on either side. Oh, <laughs> God. Either side. I got prompted for that yesterday. Oh, I oh, fuck. Someone said something. I forgot what the prompt was. Someone said something. It's like, wow, that's really insulting to Co. And I said, no, this is insulting to Co. And then I said that. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe it was safe. Probably scumming. knocking safe scumming. Oh, that, right? that's what it was. I, I said, uh, yeah, for those that just joined the stream, uh, we're not uh, reloading or anything. Because we were playing Baldur's Gate. I was like, we're just kind of going with first choices and whatever happens, happens. And someone in chat was like, oh, that's a huge uh, slam yeah. on Co. And I was like, no, this is a huge slam on Co. And then, yeah. <laughs> I get that Dude, type of shit all the time when you end your broadcast, for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's how it goes. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, that, that's something I wanted to ask you, Code, because I'm sure it happens, but people come into my chat with your channel's kind of attitude, like the, you know, the, the more family-friendly, good vibes kind of a thing. Um, do, do my chat come in there and just get, like, TO'd sometimes like just like for swearing and whatnot um well most I mean, most of like the... bot like bot deleted or whatever yeah yeah i mean that I, that happens sometimes 99 percent of the time if someone gets to'd for like a, a bad like a real bad word or something um yeah they're just like oh my bad like next thing they say because we because we don't we don't really time out we mostly have like purges so like That's if someone comes in and says something bad it just purges them out and then it, it does a little yeah. link to them like yo we try not to do that kind of stuff here like if that's cool basically yeah. And ninety nine percent of the time, then it's it's set. Every so often, you got that. Oh, I thought this was America guy, um, <laughs> where it's just like I'm gonna say what I want on Twitch, America, and uh, you can't stop me. And you know that's yeah. cool. They're welcome to do that. Um, but no, that that's actually rare, especially these days. Surprisingly, um, but no, believe it or not, like most of the people, especially the people that like say they come from your channel, are are generally super cool. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. Um, and I just saw your hand. What I, I did I get the story about that or not? Um, yeah, so I have this thing called a one wheel. It's actually really cool. I've been using it for a couple months. It's basically like a Segway plus a skateboard where there's one wheel in the middle and like you can get on it and it like you just oh yeah, walk back no, and they're it's really popular cool. burning man. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um the only thing is is recently my my one wheel for some reason I'll lean forward. And it'll just drop. <laughs> and it did that a few times, and I was going kind of slow, and it's like, yeah, it's cool, whatever. Um, and then a couple days ago, I was going like, you know, like I was leaning forward. I was going like 10, 15 miles an hour, and it just dropped and stopped, and I did not. So I ended up like flying through the air about 7, 10 feet, and then like landing on sharp asphalt and just... <gasps> like ground up both my hands got my elbow got like my i couldn't walk straight for a couple days um my knees still messed up like it was it was a uh, was a little bit of a little bit of a tumble yeah so you're telling people it was a bar fight cool cool <laughs> yes it was a bar fight exactly what happened <laughs> I was about my girl, the honor, 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was defending my girl and a couple of orphans who some guys were picking off. I, I gave him so many, so many hits up the nose and made my hand bleed. I just, just couldn't stop, you know? After oh, about man. the fifth guy, I shoved his nose into his brain. I got a little tired and fell a little bit. Yeah. I did. It's all true. After, I mean, even after just the first time, I think Max fell, because I think he's fallen multiple times on those. I swore to never get on any of those type of devices. And then Shroud fell and like actually had to have proper surgery and swore once again, nope, never getting on one of those. And now you fall and it's like still never going to step on one of those. Well, I mean, the thing is, the only reason I was going that fast is because like most of the time it works really well. Like they're super, super cool when they, when they work. Um, But I got to say like this last one, especially has got me a little, because when they don't work, it can be catastrophically bad. Like I, dude, when I first fell, um, I stood up. Like immediately it was one of those things where like you know you you get kind of like really injured and then you just immediately stand up and i couldn't put any weight on my right leg yeah that's so not for good. for like a solid 10 seconds i'm just looking down like did i just like shatter my knee like you know like i i literally cannot put like am i in shock right now can i like not feel a bone sticking out like it was it was very uh not good so then i kind of hobbled back down the road looked my like blood pouring out of my hand like just it was it was a thing yeah <laughs> it was a thing. that stuff's scary man gotta be careful yeah. with that shit yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think i it's either the mix of streamers in those or just people in those i don't know which but they seem like a dangerous time for sure yeah yeah a little bit uh moving along in the news this video hit uh, we're not gonna watch the full video uh but sony is out there taking apart a playstation 5 this morning on their official channels uh the only thing that I think is maybe relevant to people, unless you really want to dive into the hardware spec, is to put a expandable storage on the PS5. I think you have to remove that, and you have to remove the side of the case, and then I think that's where the expandable storage is, maybe? It's somewhere around here. That might be it right there. Is that it, Chad? You gotta, like, partially disassemble the thing. Yeah, you gotta take the sides off. Also, when yeah, you, this thing's when you say huge. expandable storage, you just mean like an extra SSD or something? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh. If you want to put up an extra SSD in there, um, yeah, there it is, right there. This is the, I believe this is where the expandable storage drive goes. Yeah, the M2 interface with PCIe 4.0 support is installed. Um, which Put I don't weed in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it looks like that's one screw is essentially what they're showing there. I guess these things just like snap off with the side of the cases, but they broke the whole thing apart. Um, some of the <laughs> other, what? I just love how this thing, this whole thing is being performed in like a fucking virus clean room. Oh yeah, of course. That's, like that's how he these had, teardowns before he went in there. He had to like get sprayed off. Like it's accurate. It's accurate. That's the only fan I think in the, uh, in the entire thing right there. Um, the only fan. It's the only fan. Yeah, make sure to go subscri- subscribe. And what do you do on OnlyFans? Do you subscribe? I think you subscribe. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Make sure you subscribe. I think. Uh, OnlyFan.com/ps5. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is that it uses uh, liquid metal cooling, uh, which a lot of people were kind of surprised to hear because I think the last iteration of liquid metal like was corrosive over time, but this is apparently a new one where it's not. So uh, we'll hope. have to see. Yeah. They, there were some uh, Japanese uh, influencers over the weekend that uh, had some hands-on with the PS5, and they said it was running cool after, like, 80 minutes. It was actually, like, cold to the touch. So, and it was also super quiet. Um, so it seems like they've kind of solved yeah. a lot of their um, 
issues that the PS4 has where if you have a PS4, you know that motherfucker gets hot as shit <laughs> after an extended uh, amount of time playing. So, yeah, some cool stuff now Impressive. coming out of the, uh, the, the PS5 camp. But this whole video is about seven minutes long, and they go and take everything apart. So if you're interested in watching that uh, with commentary, by all means. My biggest takeaway from this, which I already was kind of aware of, but that thing's fucking big. That's a big console. Yeah, it it's really a is, huge man. thing. Yeah. Uh, I think he has it like sitting up. Yeah. There it is. Like sitting. <laughs> they could have gotten. So I saw a tweet. I think I it might've, I think it might've been Gary Widow. was like, Dude, they should have gotten the mountain. Sport, yeah. They, they said they should have gotten the mountain to open this thing up. So it didn't look so right? funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know if that's really come where that carry on. <laughs> I think you got to check that bag. <laughs> yeah. It's huge, man. It's a big deal. Uh, oh, someone in my chat, an uh, important thing, check and see. I don't I don't know if it's true. Obviously, it's just chat saying it. But okay. uh, they're saying, they said that adding the adding expandable storage might might void the warranty. So oh, I check would, before I, you do that shit. I would think not because it's only one screw. Um, and right. It's, I'm just saying, yeah. like, someone in my chat said then it. Then how would they expect have, you to put it in? It'd be good to check anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, I think that's wrong. Only, but I, you know, I've never had one of these. I don't know where the actual warranty stickers are. Usually, those are voided when you, uh, like break the sticker itself or tear the sticker itself. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember working at the pawn shop. Yeah. They had a little sticker. If that sticker was gone, we would not take that PS2, 3, 4, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure where that's at. Um, oh, some folks are saying the void warranty sticker is actually later in the video. Oh. And it's, uh, yeah. It? And it's not before that. Maybe I don't know if that's true, but take that bloody knuckles with a Z for my chat. Yeah, I'm not sure where they show it. They're kind of just showing the chipset there. Uh, oh yeah, there's the big fan. That's a or sorry, the heat sink. That's a giant heat sink. Jesus on this thing. Yeah, that's massive. Um, I wonder it's so quiet. There's there's everything broken <laughs> broken down. So. Heat sink looks like a scale model of like an Amazon warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's the uh, the PS5. Uh, we're coming up on a little little over thirty days with that stuff. Uh, he showed the warranty sticker. He took it off after showing the M2 slot. Oh, so it's probably like here ish, maybe. Can you imagine how nervous? I wonder how many takes this took. Do you think this was a one yeah, take job? Probably. Was oh, that the sticker right there? Oh yeah, there yep. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this was a one take job, or if, or if they wouldn't do multiple PS5 dismantles, right? Like, got to be the same one. Why not? I, maybe I don't know. They've got a ton of those things. They probably just put it back together. Probably. And again. Yeah. I wonder if he got to keep this one, <laughs> which is maybe why he was so delicate with it. I don't know. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, then I guess. JP, yeah, I, I don't want to blow your mind. That that guy might not even play games. Maybe. Could be right. He strikes me as one of those dudes that spends, you know, forty hours modding Skyrim and one hour playing it. Oh, so that's Dan. <laughs> he knows Dan. Yeah, <laughs> like I love those guys. Like the game is actually modding. For that, for those uh, type of people. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Uh, and then here's the 
the Series X if you guys have questions about it. You can't ask me directly, but I can talk. It's really weird getting one of these early. The, the amount of NDA stuff around it is just kind of bizarre. Uh, like, it's just an odd thing to talk about. But it's fast. New consoles, blur. The, the line that I've been saying is, if you never have used a uh, NVMe drive, that it'll blow your mind a little bit because of how fast it is. But apart from that, like, it's it's effectively a PC, right? Like, that, uh, if you have a PC, you don't need to really get a console as long as it has an NVMe drive. Um, and, yeah, it runs fine. I've been... Funny enough, actually, I guess I can't say that. It's really weird what I can and can't say. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, careful. I, I, I read over that as well, and it's there's there's a lot of it's kind of there's yeah yeah there's a lot of got little gotchas in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can talk about more soon. I know I can say that. Uh, I have been playing next gen content, but I can't say what or when I can talk about that. Um, and yeah, apart from that, it's it's a console. Like I, I'm excited for uh, console only people to get those because like they're finally going to be on the uh, same playing field for the most part. Uh, is PC in terms of like loading and all that stuff? Even slightly sarcastic says, "Wow, he's being so informative." I agree. Thank you, JP, for your commentary on this. This is eye opening, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah um there's a bunch of videos uh which i have not made but other people that got them uh showing different like loading times between all the different games and that was uh pretty impressive to see just how much faster it is than everything else um yeah i i don't know apart i'll be able to talk about more in future episodes so that's kind of where we're at with all that um and the funny thing is you guys actually it specifically says you can't ask me questions (laughs) So that's not them. That's not them uh, just being quiet. That's just me. Can't take questions. Yeah, yeah, I can't take questions. Yeah, you can't take yeah. questions. I could talk about it. So, yeah, uh, that's on the new console front. Uh, of course, we do have a bunch of other news. Uh, I guess just kind of the, the easy news. Uh, Baldur's Gate went into early access yesterday, uh, launching to what seemed to kind of surprise Larian uh, in terms of sales. I don't. I don't know why, but you I, see, yeah, you see Sven's tweet? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, I, I don't know. Should they have been surprised at how well it's apparently selling? I don't know. Well, with, with their basis being DOS two, I mean, I'm sure they expected more with, with Baldur's Gate being under it. And um, by the way, for those that are asking about it, uh, our sales are insane. This is just early access, you all. We just yeah. wanted to have a nice little community to iterate with. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> so, yeah, apparently just people are very excited about it. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been, it, the reception has been really good. Um, crazy enough, I think, like, most people, most people that were excited for it are still really excited for it. The, the very small amount of people that saw everything but were still expecting it to be different from DOS 2 seemed disappointed. It's kind of like you looked at it at all. Not sure what you were thinking. And then the people who don't want it to be like DOS 2 are still very disappointed. Yeah. yeah. So I've also all seen... All the camps are kind of right where they are. Mo- most of the, at least the complaints that I've seen, are a lot of people are upset that the game's 60 bucks right now in early access. And that was kind of surprising for me to see 
I, I guess those people are coming from the point that they don't actually know uh, Larian's track record with early access. Because um, to me, it's like, well, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's not like they're just going to take the money and run, right? They're going to finish the game. <laughs> so you don't have to be worried that much or at all, really, essentially. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know that. Cody, if you have a take on that, it, yeah. Some, somebody that. actually said that in my somebody earlier, right at the beginning of the show, said, "Co, how do you feel, especially in today's day and age, that that Larian is charging sixty dollars for early access?" And and here's, I'll say exactly what I said to him. You do I think that sixty dollars is a good price for Baldur's Gate three? I absolutely, emphatically, one hundred percent think it is. Absolutely, sixty bucks is a perfect price. But here's the thing: Baldur's Gate three doesn't come out for at least another year. If you want to buy Baldur's Gate 3 for 60 bucks, it'll be worth that much when you buy it when it comes out in a year. Or you can pre-order the game. You can pre-order that game right now for 60 bucks, which it will totally be worth when it comes out, and you can play a small unfinished portion of it now. Yep. But but people that are like, yeah, I think it should be cheaper or or, or they're charging too much for it. No, they aren't. Don't play EA. <laughs> Wait for the game to come out and then pay your 60 bucks then if that's how you feel. But no, you, you're not paying for the current content. This is the devs letting us take a look in the production process right now, or they wouldn't have to, obviously. Um, so yeah, you, you are not paying for this right now. You are paying for the game that comes out in over a year. That's what you're paying for. So it, it is 100% worth the price. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and honestly, considering may... how much... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, okay. wow, we actually like, didn't interrupt. Too much. <laughs> I know, weird. We're actually talking on top of each other and stopping. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Please, continue. Uh, let me just reiterate. The big blue, like highlighted blue thing on Steam, if you are not excited to play this game in its current state, then you should wait to see if the game progresses further in development. But that's like, the thing. Yeah. The, 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 the uh, bold sure underlying thing is, you're not buying early access. You are pre-ordering Baldur's Gate 3. And they are letting you take a look at it early. That's that's what this is. Now, what's super cool about this particular company is if you do decide to do this, they will use all the data you provide. They will listen to the feedback you give, and they will make the game better based on it. So that's awesome. If you want to participate in that, that's a great reason to do it. Um, but again, if you don't want that experience, just don't play it. Just, just wait. It's not like it's going to sell out. It's a digital game. No, you can just wait for over a year, and you can take your time and play it when it's when you feel it's worth sixty bucks. Yeah. But no, it would be crazy for them to charge less. Because then you fall into this weird category where it's like, if you charge less for what you get now, then what do they charge you more for later, or do they undervalue That's, the product later? I think like it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to charge any less because because uh, uh, then someone's getting ripped off, you know. There has the consumer or Larian. Yeah, there has been a handful of, uh, and I should be careful saying a handful. There's been one title where I think that they started and sold it less, and then each kind of time that I think a major update, they up the price until it finally reached like their quote full price. But I forget what game Arc? that was. What was that? Was that, was that Ark? Maybe. Yeah. Chat saying Ark did that. Okay. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, a handful of people did that as well. Oh, Minecraft. I didn't know Minecraft did that. I didn't know Minecraft did that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's where they're coming from, uh, that they could have pushed maybe. it out for earth or for less and then charged more later on. But, but yeah, that, the, the thing is, just like you said at the very beginning, kind of full circling this a little bit, if you know Larian's way of doing this and their way of doing business, they're doing exactly what they did with DOS 2, 
There's there's no hidden, you know, they're not doing anything behind closed doors. They're really not doing it much differently. Like, just like we saw from their presentations in Baldur's Gate 3, how they utilized the early access of DOS 2, they're doing that exact same thing for BG3. So if you want to be part of that process, awesome. Or if you don't, that's that's cool too. Like it, you know, but but yeah, the price is exactly where it should be. Yeah. Considering the quality of the EA, like not now to talk about the game a little bit. Sure. Like for an early access, like where they are right now, dude, it is it is nice. Like really good voice acting, decent facial animations. It is definitely EA. Like there's there's little bugs and clipping and NPCs not connecting properly and weird camera angles. Like it's very much EA. There's no question. But there is a lot of really good content in there. Like really good content. It's 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 definitely a glimpse at a very very good game when they're done with it. Yeah, for sure. I was uh, I was pulling up footage because we can we can jump into it a little bit more. Um, I guess for you coming from uh, when when by the way for when Co says DOS two or yeah he's saying Divinity Original Sin two which is the uh, game that the uh, Larian oh, made the uh, perfect EA example. You can't get out of there. Oh, you can't. <laughs> nice. You can jump into it, but you can't jump out. And then I did that with one character, and I was like, oh, let me go to my camp and come back. And when I went to my camp and came back. And I had three characters stuck instead of one. Yeah. Um, so, and then this character left, but it wasn't the character that did the speech check to get in there without triggering the alarm. And then he set off the alarm and it was just like a complete mess. <laughs> complete mess. <laughs> yeah. I, I have, uh, I've ran in, I don't think I've run into like any of that style bugs, but I've definitely like hit a corpse and watched the physics just kind of go crazy and stretch and skew and all that stuff. Um, but like the core game is fine. I, I played probably five hours at this point and like it was great i, I want to see more i think you've played a lot more than i have um but yeah going going back to a divinity original sin 2 uh i think like one of i think it was your game of the year whenever that came out and i know you hold it in high regard uh how do you feel about the jump to fifth edition rules and i say rules i, I should maybe say loose rules because they're not one-to-one in terms of proper yeah. fifth edition but yeah i'm loving it 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 feels like dos2 with more tools in the sandbox. Uh, I'm, I'm loving kind of exploring it as, as somebody who doesn't play and has not had a lot of experience with D&D 5e. It's been really cool learning the systems and how everything works. I am still a complete novice in DoD 5e. I'm asking basic questions, you know, every hour of the stream. Um, and thankfully the community behind D&D uh, uh, 5e has been super welcoming. And they've, you know, people are being very patient with the fact that I don't know very basic things like, oh, look, High ground gives you advantage. Oh, that's great. You know, like all these really basic things. Um, but no, it's been awesome. And like, I'm really digging how with all of the little kind of tools they give you in that little box, you know, like the, the shoving and the jumping and things like that, it it, yeah. it changes how you look at every fight because it makes it so much more kind of, it takes it a step closer towards realism in ways that are really interesting. Um, like today, you know, I was, I, a guy was up top in a high ground. So what I do, I, I ran my rogue up next to him and I pushed him off it. And then all of a sudden he had high, you know, advantage at the high ground. So he could sneak attack him from the top. And it was just like all these little things that you can't do normally are super cool. But at the same time, it's even more interesting because you have like the DOS two foundation. So, you know, you have that situation where you can just pile everyone into a room. The enemy comes around the corner, you throw down a grease, you set it on fire. All of a sudden, they're all burning, and it's kind of like all that stuff from DOS two still kind of works in there as well. Right. So it it really is an amalgamation of kind of D and D and and Larian engine type of gameplay, and I have been loving it so far. It's been really good. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with with everything uh, that you said. Um, 
I, I feel in terms of uh, balance, obviously the game just came out in early access, so balance is going to be something they probably do somewhere later on uh, in early access. But I feel like the jump thing, uh, I guess action, although it's not counted as an action in game, jump is just unbelievably broken. Uh, <laughs> this game, it, it you can get so much distance with just a simple jump um, that it, they're going to have to like go back and look at that for sure. Uh, push is also very strong. And I also think that maybe the percentages that show up on push might just be a lie. I had a 0% push go through yesterday. And so I don't know if that means that there's always a chance at 0% or if that was just like a straight up visual bug or what. Um, but yeah, like using mate, it, it may, it basically for, for five E nerds out there, it made the cantrip of mage hand unbelievably strong because you can push with it so if anyone's <laughs> up on like a hill just get mage hand run it over there because it it takes its own turn order i believe it follows the maybe the caster uh in terms of the turn order and you can just go push the thing the, the guy uh which is really ridiculous so definitely gonna have some like balance things um what class are you playing co i am playing a warlock currently oh, okay and that has been really cool the uh they have some great like graphics and stuff for eldritch blast has has like a feeling of weight to it and some great sound effects and yeah i've i've been uh been really enjoying it so far doing a lot it's of it's been a lot of fun eldritch blasting uh did you choose what subclass did you choose uh, i think the fiend okay. I'm, I'm with the fiend so i have like the tendrils and stuff that can come out and all that kind of fun stuff too yeah, yeah. hexing and yeah it's been fun it's been good um I think that's the other thing is there's only two subclasses unless there's a class that I haven't seen yet that has three. Um, but I know for like, oh, I don't think they're all in. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely not in cause all the classes aren't in to begin with. There's no Druid. There's no Paladin. Uh, yeah. there's no, no Sorcerer. Um, I think that's the only ones that are missing. I think, um, Oh, priest, uh, chat saying cleric has three subclasses. Okay, cool, cool. cool. So yeah. Three domains, I think. Yeah. Yeah, three of those. Yeah, on level. I guess you get that at two. Oh, and barbarian and bard. No, yeah. We're gonna have monk and bard too. Oh man. Oh yeah, and monk. That's true. Man, they're actually missing a lot of classes. Um, bard, paladin, druid, sorcerer, barbarian, monk. Man, huh. you just ran through all of my most recent D and D characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Or classes, oh, dude. This, it's gonna be. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so still a lot to be added to the game. Is it gonna be? I think necromancer stuff is tucked under other classes yeah, and subclasses. Isn't it? Necromancy is just a type of spell uh, rather yeah. than a outright class. So, yeah. Um, and then of course the races uh, are still I th there's a there's a lot of races in the game, uh, but I think they're still missing some as well. So it'll be uh, it'll be oh, fun when all that stuff gets added in. A sub wizard necromancer is a type of wizard. Hmm. Wizard uh, did you some? Did you get Will in your party? I did. I actually. So he's an actual. Okay. Will died in that fight, and I did not get him. <laughs> Everyone was like, because when you first meet Will, somewhat slight spoilers, he's uh, NPC controlled or AI controlled. Uh, and in that fight, he just flat out died. And I was like, what a stupid name. It's Will with like a Y is the I. This, what a dumb character. And everyone's like, uh, that could be an actual character for you. <laughs> and I didn't reload, so he was... Yeah, I definitely uh, killed the Githyanki in my run. Oh, really? 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I I freed her, and then two people in my party were like, "They don't approve of this." I was I was like, "Oh, I probably kill her." And then you know, like a while later, they were like, "Yeah, you killed your tank companion." Hmm. I was cool. like, "Was oh, that why I don't have a fighter?" Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. That's cool. 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 That makes sense. Cool, it's cool, good cool. to see that stuff. I like this scene as well. Yeah. It's funny that you got this scene so much later in the game. Is this the second time that you've seen this? With the with no, okay first time. first time weird this happened much oh, earlier in the oh, game uh, yeah apparently there's a random element like there's a ton of different interactions that happen just completely randomly gotcha. um to be fair though this is like my third or fourth time resting I, I have not been doing a lot of resting yeah so I've been using mostly cantrips and things of that nature and and just kind of like you know bumbling through it one thing I did want to talk to you about and well this is like spoiler stuff but I'd love to know how you did the first area um because I did it. I think like completely ass backwards and it worked out to be they, hilarious. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. The game about. actually accounted for it. They showed a lot of, they've showed 99% oh, of the dungeon and kind of their early access videos. I think it packs. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently you came out the very back door essentially that you can kind of like, did you perception check that door? I went, I went, I completely bypassed the top encounter, the fight. I went in the back, basically cleared the dungeon. And then when I popped out, I passed a persuasion check, convincing the guys up top that I was the ancient evil from the crypt. <laughs> and then they all just ran off. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, like my cleric pops out and she's like, oh, I would eat all of your souls. And they were just like, ah. Like all- <laughs> I did not get that whatsoever. I walked into that fight, uh, didn't get any prompts, did the fight. And then there's like, a, I don't know what, it, not a chandelier. There's essentially a thing hanging over like some broken tiles on the floor. And if you shoot it, it'll drop down and break those tiles and you can sneak into one of the back rooms. And then uh, you jump down there, you can't jump back out. So if you jump down, you're committed and you get into kind of like a little back room right next to the main fight in that hallway. Um, And so I approached that encounter completely different. Uh, Super cool. Which is cool. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah. 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 So it seems like there's a lot of uh, like environmental um, things that can occur. Um, in terms did you of talk to the, the the leech in there yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. What, did, what did you tell him out of curiosity uh i think i let chat choose which we can kind of use this as a jumping off point to talk about that i think the extension was that everyone is equal and yeah and oh, he said okay. so he popped up in your camp later and everything yeah. uh oh not yet i have not seen that but yeah i, oh. I guess he will uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what's going on. Then. Yeah, because <laughs> essentially he answers that, and then he says, "Like, we'll talk to you when the time is right, uh, or something like that, when fate uh, orders it." So, so yeah, it's cool to see that type of stuff. I I don't know yeah. what happens if you answer that like poorly. If he because you can straight up attack him, uh, and so I don't know if you just die because that's I think a lich of some sort, um, if not like a high level caster or something. So I don't know what yeah, what happens a- there something he's like everything from his neck down is just bones and then yeah. his head is like some yeah. weird preserved flesh looking thing that's yeah, weird yeah it's yeah. weird so i'm not sure how that all works out oh speak of the devil right here uh <laughs> yeah there he is yeah uh he's he's an interesting character for sure like, like also can i just throw out how uh, as somebody who's been playing older games and uh and and for like the last couple weeks it is so nice playing a game where the mouth is so on point like the lip syncing and stuff has been great. The voice acting has been great. Like it's been, it's been very refreshing <laughs> like to have. And of course it's EA. They've already announced they're going to be doing more work on that stuff. But 
yeah that stuff was, was very nice to see yeah some of the models um i don't know if it's every model or if it was just some of the i think elf models the like the hair is like locked in to where they're when they move their head like this it kind of just moves exactly well no it doesn't even stretch it just stays like that um and so there's a lot of collision um i made a dwarf as my main character and like sometimes his beard will just immediately go into his body and so that looks a little bit there's a lot of access yeah the tentacles on the mind flayers also were like super super awkward and stuff i think that that's all stuff that comes probably after they've like finalized the models and stuff then they can add the points in and all that stuff done yeah early access stuff for sure how long did you guys spend on character creation? Mm, probably 30 minutes for me. For me, purposefully, not a lot. I, 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 with, the, with the fact that so many things can change and, you know, not all the options are there, I'm going to save my big, like, let's look through every option stuff for release and kind of, you know, flip through every class, every subclass, read all that stuff, and then kind of pick from there. So I, I pretty quickly was just like, I think I'm going to try this, and I'll try this, and... This guy looks pretty good, and I like those horns, and let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can pull up the character stuff so you can see a little bit of it, Zeke, because I, I know where it's at in my... Uh, it's good. Playthrough. Like, it's, it's yeah, really it solid. Lots of, uh, lots of things to choose from. It kind of, it really lists things out. It's intuitive, and yeah, it was good. Good character generator. Yeah, here's uh, a little bit of it. I'm covering it up mostly in the beginning. What did you end up going, JP? I made a Dwarven Fighter um to start off cool. with just kind of like the bread and butter um there's very little classes i think there's only or sorry i think there's only two races that got a plus strength bonus and one of them was like a shield something or other uh dwarf got a plus two and i think there's also a tiefling sub uh that gets a plus strength and maybe the gith also have a plus two um and so i went dwarf because it just you know a dwarven fighter makes a lot of sense, but I, I think I'm going to make another character just to try him out um, later today and see how it goes. Shield dwarf, that's what it was. Um, but yeah, Zeke, it's it's you know it's it's pretty close to like fifth edition character creation. You choose your background, which gives you bonuses. You choose your race. You choose your class. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm honestly wondering because uh, a lot of times when I do character creation on stream, it's it's more fun than the actual game for some games. But um, is it, can you get like super ridiculous? Like yes. you can like in Dark Souls and stuff? Well, yeah, I guess. You, you can the have face tattoos and yeah. You, yeah. There's, there's actually a little box that locks skin color to like normal colors. So you can kind of like just go crazy on whatever character. You, you can get some weird characters. You can't do too many weird proportion things. Yes. So you're not going to have people with like super thick thighs and like there's massive all forearms. Color options like right that. there. Z. Most of that stuff is relative. Yeah, there you go. But in okay. terms of like just actual look of the character, you can, you know, you could make this guy look like a giant blueberry if you wanted to, and and that would probably work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're gonna add in like a, like I said, a, a proportion, like if if you can make them scrawny or bulky or any of that stuff. It seemed pretty cooker cookie cuttery uh, right now. Um, but I would love to see those options later on to really like differentiate the different characters. Um, with that said. It seemed like all of the, uh, I think they've said there's 25 hours of content. I would think most of those um, NPCs that are made were probably made in this very character creator in some sense. So maybe they don't plan on adding that stuff where you can just make like a a tall dwarf 
or a short dwarf, that type of thing. Um, we'll have to see for sure. Um, but it was, it was cool. Uh, it's also point by for the stats. Uh, I was just going to ask, how did you know that? I read my mind. Yeah, because uh, that was one of my early questions. Uh, it's point by right now. They've said that they're going to add in the other uh, two options where you can roll and where you can also uh, have stat weights. Or, or sorry, standard array is the other one. I think at launch they're going to have all three of those. So I want to roll for the stats, right? Like that's the the fun one. But Yeah, yeah. But I mean, are you going to are you going to re-roll? If you don't like what you get, that's the thing, right? It's super exploitable. Uh, like that's, but that's what you did in Baldur's Gate too, right? Like you would make us, you'd make a fighter that was like twenty one ninety eight strength or something like that back in the day, right? Yeah, and it was fun. Uh, but you know, I think they should leave that up to the player. Um, at the end of the day, as long as it doesn't like break the game, uh, then it should be fine. But yeah, I, I can see well, arguments and- for all that. Looking at looking at your uh, going through all the choices, beard styles, and stuff like that. It, I, I mean, it's. I will say it actually looks like it belongs on that face. Looks like a dwarf. A lot of yeah. times, it, it, well, it looks like someone took like a uh, steel wool and colored it red and like threw it at your face and just like stuck there. Yeah. This actually looks like it belongs. The beard belongs to the face, which is nice. Yeah. For sure. Um. Co, maybe you know the answer to this because I don't think I saw it anywhere. Have they said like the frequency that they're going to try to push updates? Is it going to be as structured as something like Hades, or is it just no when it's idea. ready? It's ready. I I think they're being careful not to set expectations um, because one thing that that like like Sven talked about on this show, you know, they they start getting close to something and then ten things come up and then ten things come up from each of those things and you know, I mean, they already pushed back the EA, um, so I'm I'm guessing they're probably going to be as kind of tight lipped about that as as possible. Yeah. Um, it's more of a when it's ready situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, then I guess from like a story perspective, game, they, they have not, uh, they announced this. You start in hell uh, and like it's a pretty dark storyline uh, in terms of what I would think to be like a, a Baldur's Gate or a, a D&D official experience. Uh, you're literally in hell and it's real bad. <laughs> it's no. going bad. <laughs> No, D and D doesn't really have a hell. Hell, like the, you're like in Avernus. You're in Avernus. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. The the I was like are the they nerdy doing term like is Avernus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I I'm just wondering if the, the like that would really like turn me off if they like used heaven and hell. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's D and D. The D and D approximations. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's cool. It you know, there's it it going from Divinity Original Sin. I think you have. You constantly make comparisons to that. At least I do. Having played uh, Larian's other games, um, the environments are busy in a good way. Um, like you're on a you're on a ship, and there are literal red dragons flying around you, and you can see like mountains and stuff that you're flying over uh, while you're fighting on this ship, and it's really fucking cool looking. So if they can kind of keep that up throughout the rest of the um, the game with the interesting environments, that'll be really cool. Yeah, going the first time to the outside of that ship was was super cool. It's yep. like looking down and seeing like the the depth of fielded ground like flying under you and everything. That was that was really really well done. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. So, yeah, we'll probably have uh, some more check ins. I'd love to get uh, Sven back on and and kind of talk about it in a couple months just to see where they're at, see how it's going. Um, when you guys when when we opened up the discussion of this, I was trying to 
see if Steam Spy had any um, tangible stats around how much they've actually sold. It said yesterday on Steam Spy, which, you know, take take it for what you want, that the peak concurrent players yesterday was 66,000. Um, but it does not say anything about actual sales or anything like that. So, yeah, take that for what That's it's wild, worth. man. Especially yeah. considering if you think about how many people are just clearly waiting for, for the game to be done and not wanting to spoil, like, probably twice as many or, or more, to be honest, so. This part was kind of fun, like making your your Dude, I was perfect up, other. <laughs> I was upset because the male version of this looks so much cooler than my male dwarf. Like I'll I'll go to dwarf here in a second and look at the male. It just looks so much more badass than my fighter does. Uh, right here, he just looks like a badass. <laughs> Why can that not be my character? Why does that have to be whatever this is? Uh, I love that. Be like running a roman pantheon or something yeah it looks like yeah exactly it looks like a fucking greek god for sure it's probably because they don't have the monk class maybe <laughs> yeah i you might be right maybe maybe the monk class does use some sort of robe like this but yeah i will say i was having problems picking like they all looked really good <laughs> i was just like damn <laughs> yeah yeah for sure that, that's why i want to make another character today i think um because i i don't are you gonna go the entire early access uh story i think i'm gonna do at least a few more days um and and i'm kind of like i'm kind of conflicted i i know i want to do another run eventually in early access but i may kind of come back as major things unfold and and kind of move through it that way yeah um but yeah i'm, so I'm definitely did... not done with my current playthrough and I'm gonna see where oh, it goes. Okay. Yeah. that was my question I'm really like, digging I the warlock you... and... yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do without a tank though i'm a little bit concerned right now i'm running two warlocks a cleric and a rogue so i don't know like yeah <laughs> i have to see how that works how it's are you like finding D &D, man get creative well that's what i was gonna say are, are you finding the difficult like are you dying in fights are you reloading a lot in fights uh not not really because of the difficulty of fights like some fight it's kind of wild because if my numbers line up then i just kind of walk through fights but but another times you know i'll just miss three eighty percent in a row and my sure. dudes will get destroyed um but you know like most of my reloads are kind of like positioning and doing it properly and you know wanting to make sure like Things go the way I want to before the fight starts, you know, and things things of that nature. But no, I mean, it's it hasn't been too hard. But then again, I haven't really gotten to. I'm still pretty early. Like, I'm okay. still in the, the like kind of just not to spoil. It, I'm in the like druid area still, so I haven't yeah. really even moved on to like the next section yet. So yeah, Zeke, I, I will say, uh, as someone who's played a lot of Five E like myself, using the different tricks that we've learned in Five E, such as Fog Cloud super mm. impactful in this game you can drop a fog yeah. cloud and then just like they can't shoot you because you're you know in the fog cloud or you can put it in between the two of you uh and it'll just i don't want to say it bugs the ai out but the ai it, maybe it's just on purpose will like sit there and wait and they'll just not do anything until something else happens um they won't like push through it if they can't um but uh, yeah difficulty wise i'm ending fights with like a handful of hp i think that the uh, one of the other actions you can do in the game is the help action. And it mm -hmm. seems like the help action bypasses medicine rolls and just straight, like if your character goes down, they do the three death saves uh, to see what happens. Or, or sorry, they do death saves until it's, you know, uh, you either you're alive or you're dead, essentially. Right. Um, but you can just walk over to your character and like help them. And then they just help stand up. up at one HP. And it seems kind of like that needs okay. to be 
yeah, uh, some sort of balance in the difficulty where that you can't do that. Because you get res scrolls. So if someone just flat out dies, just like you did in DOS 2, you can go over and res them. Um, but in a fight, you just walk over and help them. I, I had someone stuck in fire. And I would, because uh, there, there's a room with a bunch of traps in it. Ko knows what I'm talking about. And I had someone in fire, and I would go and help them up. And I didn't have it on turn base, so I'd help them up. A second later, they would take one damage and die. But they'd move just a very teeny tiny amount. So then I'd help them up, die, help them up, die. <laughs> and it went on for like a minute. And eventually they got out of the fire. Uh, so they need to maybe look at that. Uh, <laughs> figure out. Because it does seem a little OP. Maybe right? you have like a toss command. You can just like pick them up and yeah, toss like, them. Yeah, like make it so I can throw them. Right. All right. I, I actually don't know if you could throw the body. I did not try that. I wonder if you could like push with mage hand or something because i don't think mage hand would take damage in the fire i don't know that'd be kind of interesting if you could just throw someone out of the fire huh. you can chat is saying interesting there yeah there is a throw toss a dwarf oh huh oh, you can't toss a dwarf oh huh i will say i can i can just imagine like every fight you walk up as a party and then like one of your guys just picks up your tank and throws him into the middle of the <laughs> Dude, with how OP jump is, I was my dwarf would walk into the fight and he would just jump straight at the main guys and get so much more distance on that you can normally move. Uh, so it's it's pretty strong for sure. They're they're definitely gonna have to figure out like the balances of all that stuff. But they got time, obviously. You know, they're they're month long, long time, year out or so from actual release. Yeah, the first few times that somebody died and I helped them up, I was uh very confused because I was like, there's gotta be like an injury system or something, right? Like I can't just keep letting these guys die like this, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, but sure enough, sure enough, it's it seems like there's no negative right now. None yeah, at all. For sure. Yeah. Um but for for fifth edition players, since we didn't really cover it, it's got all the spells on there. It's got all the stuff that you would expect. My fighter at level two has action surge and second wind. Um you know all the all the cantrips all that stuff that you have played oh. before it's in there somebody brought up a good point keep in mind we're playing normal difficulty right now so maybe it's the kind of thing where you know those commands won't be available or have roles associated with them as you go up in difficulty sure it's like helping someone up you could fail it and that would give them like a negative hit or something of that nature so yeah, yeah it could be a difficulty thing uh good point on the on the topic of items did you find the spear Okay. I don't have anyone who can use it. I, I didn't know if that was like set in stone or if that stuff changed from if it was RNG based, kind of like in their other games. Um, I found like a, a spear, an axe. Um, I've not few, seen the axe. Things. I've seen the hand, some gloves, but I think they're bugged or maybe they're not. Well, I saw but, that I got an item that allowed me to talk with dead. Did you get that? Mm -hmm, the yeah. Amulet. Yeah. Okay. That was the amulet. Yeah. Um, so cool to see that stuff. Um, want to see more yeah there's the bane gloves but i think they are bugged mm -hmm. because i think it banes yourself <laughs> well it's interesting because if you read the description it specifically says that if you don't believe in the deity then it punishes the bearer oh. so it makes me wonder if it, if it has to do like something with you know you have to be a certain nice persuasion touch. or maybe yeah. yeah i mean it could or or they could just be bugged yeah. <laughs> so yeah we'll have to see yeah i, I uh, think someone in my chat is saying no feet are there feet Oh, oh no, uh, no, not yet. Okay. At least I would. Not they yet. have to be in there. I would think. Um, I was definitely looking for the human variant uh, option when I was doing character creation because I wanted that feat at level one, um, but it was not there. So I don't know if they. Uh, okay, chat saying that level four is oh, feats. Feats are to level four. Yeah, yeah which okay. is I think the level cap um, in the early access. I think. Oh. Yeah. 
I'm level three right now, so it's it. Are you level four yet, Co? It's got to be pretty quick. Okay. I would think it's got to be pretty. Yeah, quick. I just got three. Huh. All right. Um. So that was like a pretty big deal. So yeah, they do. They do for sure. Um. But yeah, it seems fun. So as as far as other early access games, it stacks up. It's as good or better. Yeah. yeah. It's early access. There's no question. <laughs> but but it it absolutely is a great early access. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I'll stand by. Say like a solid 80, 80 plus percent of it is is there and working. Yeah. And there and a lot of the stuff that isn't is just like animations not connecting, clipping, you know, like you go into a dialogue and the camera's inside someone's body you know just stuff that they can fix with a few database number changes and they'd be good to go yeah polish stuff i've heard the multiplayer has some issues just like everything else yes. but it sync issues particularly okay all right i've, I've seen multiple groups i, I know the late shift was doing fine last night and I, I know stripping them got it to work eventually um but yeah i think there are some sync issues with that so that that's up to you if you guys want to jump in there in terms of multiplayer um i say you guys i'm in viewers Oh, um, and great Twitch integration. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, when it works, which it works most of the time, but uh, man, I tell you, like, it's going to be super cool when this game comes out and you can just drop into somebody's 50 plus hour BG playthrough and just uh, you can look at every one of their characters, see how they spec them out, look at all their gear in each individual spot. Like, who's their, who, what's their party makeup? Like, it's, it's really slick. Yeah, it's really slick. I agree. Uh, and the voting stuff is fun. I thought it was going to, they, they handled yeah. it well where the voting stuff, when it works, like I was saying, which a lot of times people can't even see the extension for, for polling options in terms of dialogue, but it's more of a suggestion type vote and not this is locked in when the voting is done, uh, which is, I think, a proper way of doing it. Um, it's also funny because I don't know how you get around this. And I, Co, you have some extensions that maybe play into this as well. And it, it might just be the eternal problem. I don't know how you get around extensions that have an option one, two, three, or four, where it doesn't just get spammed in chat when it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. The the only thing that I can think that you could do something like that is just like blacklisting that for that temporarily. Yeah, just ban it, like yeah. literally, literally going into your Twitch channel stuff and blacklisting the numbers one, two, three, four, and five for the duration of that. Um, or maybe setting it up automatically. So it's like, what words are blacklisted while this extension is active you know like something could be cool that twitch could implement on their side yeah and, and even go a step further where it's kind of like you know if someone puts this in chat send them a whisper being like hey if you're trying to vote make sure to look at the on-screen thing blah blah, blah. so yeah. i don't know it'd be a good easier but yeah it was bot bot things that goes hey we deleted your message because if you're trying to vote blah, 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 blah. yeah 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 i agree yeah and, and as people are pointing out ffc can filter that stuff out but this is more like a for well, everyone. This is more for the general chat, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to remember, a huge percentage of people are on mobile, yep. so that immediately discounts things like FFC and, and stuff of that nature. Indeed. Uh, final question: Someone is asking if there's multi-classing. Uh, I did not see not that. Yet. Yeah, I don't think it's in there yet. Um, we were talking about getting into uh, like balance. As soon as multi-classing gets in, I think balance. The more complicated they get, the crazier balance is going to get for them in terms of finding that balance. So we'll see how they work that stuff out. Um, Cause that stuff's not even necessarily balanced in proper fifth edition. So we'll see when they get there. Uh, we got about 20 minutes. I think I'm going to give more time to phasmophobia than that. Uh, Cause I know you guys have been pretty into it this past week. Um, so we could talk Hades for a little while. I think 
Did you? Are you still playing sure. it offline, Zeke? I don't. I don't know where Zeke's at with it. I know where Co's at it, and I know where I'm at. I'm not playing it offline. I, I'm still, still banging away an hour here, two hours there on Wasteland Three. Okay. Oh, on Wasteland Three. Nice. How, how's that going? Yeah. Just random tangent. It's great, man. I'm. I really enjoy it. Uh, there are definite things that uh, I can. I can see people griping about that i've been griping about i find myself like oh shit i forgot something in that town well time to alt tab play my netflix show <laughs> okay the town loaded all right go on back in oh shit now i gotta go back out and go discover something ah the office still pretty good <laughs> said a patch to I, I thought i saw brian fargo clean about the patch oh it, it didn't change that much it's it's really not a it was a little bit not not a lot not not enough i mean I'm, i played it last night it's not enough yeah <laughs> like okay i don't know like i'm not one to complain because I, I, I don't know what goes into it but i'm just saying like other games of a similar gigabyte level they load a lot faster than this game yeah, that's completely <laughs> fair to say. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's a loading uh, issue, no, there's I a loading love, issue. I, uh, yeah, other than that, like, I love the story. Or, or, uh, I like the choices you have to make. I love how dark it can get. I like I like the fact that sometimes you just feel like there's no fucking good choice to make. You're like, ah, well, I can side with the, the slavers or the cannibals. Fuck. Ah, man, the lesser two evils here. I don't know. Like who would you pick in that battle? Like, like who would you side with? Like I don't know. I just like flip a coin or something. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, but it's it's a great game. Yeah, it's really fun, and I'm ha I'm having a lot of fun with it. Cool. Uh, we were gonna talk about Hades, but I want to give more time to that as well. Uh, me and Co both I think played Crash and Rogue Squadron, or not Rogue Squadron, uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Yes, uh, we could be pretty brief about that. Uh, Cole, I'll put up footage. What did you think of the uh, the Star Wars game? It was fun. Uh, it was fun, but it definitely had some issues. Um, a lot of the issues that I, I have with it are technical. Um, like, I couldn't get it to quite work as well as I was hoping to, and I kept getting, like, the, the performance was a little weird. The gameplay itself, everything felt really empty yeah. all the time. Like, I, it, it was just, like, I was kind of hoping that there would be like one, you know, like more, maybe some surface battles or something. And I never got to really any missions that had like uh, you know, a bunch of wreckage to fight through or anything. So it just felt kind of empty. And then I kept running into this situation, especially on the last mission where you know, I'd just be flying around. And then all of a sudden, like some dude would be right behind me. And then like three seconds later, I'd be dead. And that happened like 10 times in a row. Um, granted, I'm certainly, you know, I don't play these like super often. I'm not really great at them, but it, there was definitely a few times. And I was like, okay, nothing is behind me. Nothing is in front of me. Then I'd like turn around and, and five seconds focusing on another ship. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, there's a guy in your six. <laughs> all my stuff's gone. and I'm dead. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that being said, um, it, it, it was pretty fun. I was, I was enjoying it. I'm planning on trying it in VR. I got, I've got my VR system all set up again so I can try it. I booted it up and tried a little bit in VR and it, I got kind of like some ghosting effect when I go quickly. Really? So I, yeah, I heard that, I didn't it, get there's that some VR stuff that needs to get patching. So like if, if I'm in a ship, and I'm looking forward and I don't move my head. And then I like quickly turn around. Like it, it everything gets super blurry. Um, if I look around, it's fine. But if I move around like the ship, 
um, there's like this weird blur effect. So I, I ended up looking at it a little bit and it looks like that's something they, they're, they're going to be fixing up soon. So this part was probably one of the cooler parts. Um, there's like that mission that happens like near the space station on the side of the thing. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Just being able to like fly around environments and stuff. I was having a pretty good time with that one. Um, but overall, it felt like OK. It felt, it, it felt yes. OK. I think this is an okay game. That is exactly what I yeah. said on my stream. I think it's an okay game. It's not a great game. I think this game is far and away better in VR. 100% this game was made for VR, uh, yeah. without a doubt. Did you get your new headset, Zeke? There you go. Nice. nice. Finally. Yeah. Finally got it after fucking months of being on the list. That's good I stuff. I got the thing. Oh, shit. And then I broke it. <laughs> yeah, and immediately broken. I break it. Yeah, that's what I'm using on uh, on, on right now in, in the, the stream. And it the best part of this game uh, is a huge fan of like uh, Top Gun, for example, is in Top Gun when uh, a MIG or whatever would fly by and the guy in the back would do this and like try yeah. to track him. Doing that in VR, except this ship sucks for it because the which is another issue of the game. But like in, in an X-Wing, Tracking that stuff in real time is so fucking cool. Uh, it, it's like one of the best parts of the game, which is just a stupid small little thing that I, for some reason, really enjoy. Um, but when you're using this ship, which is a, I think I'm in the bomber here, uh, which is a very slow ship. And as you can any see, pie, really. yeah, really any Imperial ship. Yeah, they're, they're, the FOV is awful. Uh, you can't see anything. And so a lot of times you're just like looking through this tiny fucking window trying to see anything running into shit a lot of times, as I just pointed out uh, <laughs> on the stream. But yeah, it, it was just nonstop, like, I can't see shit. And you have this entire thing in the center. Um, but the second that I swapped over to, like, the Rebel ships, it was so much easier to see. Uh, this is an A-wing right here. It's so much easier to see and so much easier <laughs> to track. Like, why do you think Imperials lose so often? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's thematic. It's story. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it, it's it's a good it's a it's a good VR game. It's not a great VR game. I think exactly what Ko was saying. Uh, outside of VR, I started it outside of VR. After like the first mission, I was kind of bored. It was kind of the same. The yeah. difficulty I was on like the third difficulty, um, whatever I forgot what that was. Maybe veteran or something like that. And it was just kind of like cool. <laughs> it was just kind of meh. But the second I put VR on, I felt like I was in that ship. Um, and it was fun to track stuff. Um, but as you could tell here, not the greatest viewing experience, uh, for people watching the stream. Cause I'm not obviously able to see chat unless I use that, uh, extension, which I did not have set up or the, the program, which I did not have set up. And also a lot of people reported just getting like motion sick because my head's doing this nonstop and that's how it tracks and all that stuff. Um, so unfortunately, like a lot of games have really great features for VR um previews which is what these are called most of the time like motion smoothing and you know they only allow the camera to move so fast and that way it really this has none of those it doesn't have fov adjustment for the preview it doesn't have motion yeah. smoothing it doesn't have speed reduction which is what a lot of the beat saber streams have if you ever wonder why beat saber uh vr streams look so good it's because beat saber has like this elaborate back end where you can like completely tailor the preview to make it fun to watch um, but yeah, this, it's really unfortunate when a game like this comes out and there's just none of that. Um, cause it makes it a lot harder to stream in VR for sure. Yeah. Pretty easy from what I understand for the devs to put in, but more resources, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. I, I would think that like, I don't know where it would rank in terms of internal 
necessities, but accessibility for streamers is probably pretty low. Pretty low. <laughs> <that> list. <laughs> yeah, I would think. It's probably not the biggest deal. Probably. probably. Uh, someone in chat's asking, how are the cutscenes in VR? They are essentially on like a panoramic 2D thing which is also and then weird. it's just black everywhere else yeah 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 and it i think you just got a glimpse of that in the like death cam that they showed um where you saw a little bit of it so yeah it's again it's a good game it's not a great game um and i think that there was also i never ran into it at least i don't think i did there were some stutter issues um like oh, micro stutters yeah. that people Dude. were saying I had to do all sorts of things to make it work properly. Like I thought it was V-Sync issues at the beginning. And then like, I, I couldn't run it in 140 or, or 120 or whatever max it did. Like I had to drop it down and turn V-Sync on and do all sorts of weirdness just to get it like working to a point where uh, I wanted to. And then there was also a big write-up done where apparently a lot of the animations in the game were done in 30 FPS. So oh. if you did like 60 FPS originally and you didn't turn V-Sync on, like it would mess up all the animations. So it would look like it's stuttering when it was actually just running in poor FPS. So yeah the game the game definitely needs some love there's no question it needs some love yeah yeah um i think it's also funny last bit we'll say is uh opinions on it are kind of uh, run the entire gambit of, of, of things i know like jesse cox super star wars fan not that into it golden boy uh friend of the show we've had on multiple I times he loved it he fucking loves it <laughs> he can't get enough of yep. it so yep. yeah I, I think uh i think there's an ea pass thing coming out on like the 10th of November that will then plug into Game Pass. So if you're waiting for that, I think this is the demo on Game Pass that you can play for 10 hours. Just wait for that if you have Game Pass and you can figure out uh, if, if you can wait another month or so to uh, to check that out. Uh, that is the Star Wars Squadrons. Um, you know, if this game like had a race mode and the ships went a little faster, like through that asteroid belt, Man, that could be fucking fun, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. Stay with me here. The ships go a little faster. It's a little bit closer to the ground. And they're pod racers. <laughs> be great. I tried to think of, because I had the, your entire statement. Because when you started, I knew exactly where you were going. I had the entire statement to, to, to think of something in response. And... It was, I, I, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. It, it, it was just too obvious. Like, someone I'll, had to say, I'll say it, it again. with you. Uh, dude, my pleasure. I'll say it again. EA, <laughs> if you'd like to print money, make a good VR pod racing game. Yeah. It. Well, it, there's, there's your money. How about just it's a TIE like Fighter a racer game? Sign it's, on it. It. it's ironic that there's an entire bit of dialogue with the characters in the game where they talk about how this one person yeah. is a racer and she's won like yep. five of the races. And so like, yep. why not put that shit in the game and not just make it a dog fighting simulator? I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. I tell you, dude. I, I oh, love it. Yeah, it would be good. VR pod racing would be so good. It'd be so good. Like actually being in the thing and like, oh my God, man uh i can't find your gameplay of crash we'll just use this in the interim i'll, I'll keep looking crash for bandicoot it. 4 yeah yeah you did this did you play this oh i played it for like an hour okay yeah, yeah. I, I just did like a little sponsor yeah. yeah 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 uh, the end of another stream oh this is uh they, they put out a full gameplay thing for ps5 we didn't talk about this this is that astro thing that i think comes baked in on any playstation 5 they put out proper footage of this over the weekend we can maybe talk about that later uh Astrobot. yeah astrobot he's like a, a 
a mascot maybe of the PS5. Uh, it's kind of a weird system, but yeah, this is Crash Five. Let's choose a thing where I'm not just gonna die multiple times. Uh, this is Crash Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. This game was fine. Again, I, I think if you're a fan of this series, it definitely gives you more of that. Um, it's my first time playing one. Yeah, this is. Everyone is asking, like, did you play these yeah. as a kid? I think I played them as a kid, but I didn't play them as a kid. If that makes sense, like, I don't. I don't have any memories of these. Uh, but I definitely knew that they existed, right? Like, it was hard not to. Crash was definitely, like, a huge thing for the PlayStation back in the day. Um, and, yeah. It's, is it's Crash a, a PlayStation exclusive? No. So, this is actually oh. published by Activision, who I think got, I think have always been the license holders or something. Because I remember someone reached out and said, hey, do you want a Crash key? And I, uh, and they said, what platform? And my response was like, it's only on one. They're like, no, it's on Xbox and playstation i was kind of confused by that uh, <laughs> so i didn't i didn't know that as well but yeah it's it's a crash game uh i i don't really have much more to add to it it's a well-made crash game like it's, it's short and sweet if you if you've seen crash before it's a platformer game that does everything those games do um the controls were tight the story was nice and fun and loose um they didn't really take itself too seriously and uh the level design was cool enough to where they um they mix it up every so often so you're not constantly doing the same thing over and over they they introduce new mechanics to where you're doing stuff like this where you're flipping different things out of reality and yeah all that type of stuff it's also a very frustrating game uh if you've never played one of these before <laughs> i think most people attest to that uh you can spend a lot of time stuck in these levels thinking like how in the fuck are you supposed to well, gotta, that sounds familiar. I got to restart this shit because I missed ah, this box. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of trial and error. Um, but yeah, those, those are my quick thoughts on it. Co, I don't, I don't know if you have anything to add to it, but. Uh, yeah. Now full disclosure, the only bit I played of this was sponsored. Um, I, I mean, I had a good time with it. I felt kind of like uh, as my first crashing, felt kind of similar in, in a lot of ways to Mario for me, where it's kind of like, it's just one of those games you kind of just play to have fun with, but there's not really a lot of investment. You just pick it up, put it down whenever you want, you know, just kind of a, a, a basic fun kind of platformer experience. I like how it kind of switched between side scrolling and 3d. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, camera felt really restrictive, but I chat kept telling me that's just how the franchise is. Like it's designed to be like super fast and like right in your face and stuff like that. So I did enjoy it. It was fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed the time that I played with it. Um, haven't gone back to it. Not sure if I'm going to, um, just because again, it, I just really like, it was fun for what I did, but I just kind of didn't really feel any investment in it or anything. I didn't really care where it was going or, yeah. or anything. It just kind of felt like, you know, spin my wheels a little bit, uh, but I did enjoy what I played of it. Yeah. I see why people like it. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Mario. Yeah. The speed running, uh, folks, I know, uh, like trihex and them are super about this game. Um, and I think it does, it supports them in the sense that. Once you finish the game, you can go back and all the levels have like this type of variables on them. And there's, there's definitely seems to be a lot of meat to the game. Um, I think that the main story is about 10 ish hours, 10 to 15 hours. Um, and then you can kind of go back and redo all that stuff. I was stuck on this part for a very long time, <laughs> just for example of trying stuff over and over. I didn't know how to make that jump. Um, uh, when you were speaking, when you're speaking of, of speed runnings, like these are not games that I would play but they're definitely games that I love watching other people do well with. Yes. Like I, I played like all of, I want to say like maybe an hour or two of the Mario hat, the newest, that one. 
35 well, no, oh, oh odyssey odyssey there you go yeah um but i i've watched like many hours of people speed running it and this is probably going to be that kind of game for me like i don't i don't have any desire to play it but man i love people watch it or watch people like go through it super fast <laughs> yeah you know it's kind of funny um and and i'm just gonna go ahead and say this i was debating like somebody just said something in chat and actually, it's funny enough because that's that's exactly how it is. I'm just going to be completely honest right now. Somebody said it was fun enough to be paid to play it. And see, here's the ah. thing. It's kind of interesting. Here's the thing. Like, there are I get offered stuff all the time. Sure. Paid to play games. And a lot of times, games are just not, I just don't want to play them. It doesn't mean it's a bad game. I just don't want to play them. It doesn't matter how much you pay me. Like, for instance, I had a super lucrative offer to play Rogue Company. But I just, I just don't really, I don't really want to play that game. It's not, like, it's not my thing. I don't want to do it. But, like, with this game... Yeah, like it's not something I'd really normally do, but I certainly had enough fun to play it when they paid it. Like that was enough of the incentive to kick it over from like, it was like right there at the edge, you know? Yeah. But it's like, oh, you, you want us to pay it? But yeah, sure. Okay. I can have fun with this. Like this is a fun game. Okay. You want <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's actually a category. Absolutely. Um, and this one fell into that for sure. This pissed me off. So I'm watching myself remember. Rem Remember that I needed this diamond and I fucked up and now I can't get the diamond. <laughs> so I'm reliving my pain is essentially what's happening here. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Co. There, there's a ton of games like that. I think every broadcaster yeah, takes there's, those types of games. Like, there's some games that I like, like I, I, I would have fun playing it, but it's just not what I normally do or normally want to. And then being offered to pay to play it is like just enough to kick it over to like, sure, I'll play this for a couple hours, yeah. you know? It's like squadron. Oh, absolutely. I think and there's a lot of games that. that just will never get in that category, no matter how much you offer. Yeah. Stop asking me, raid. Yeah, man. I get the raid emails are, whew, whew, asking everyone. <laughs> they must make a lot of money over there at Raid Shadow Legends. Hashtag well, they not do an on ad. YouTube, especially, man. <laughs> um, yeah, like, whew. it's got to be a lot. It's got to be a lot. Uh, we're due for a break. And it, by the way, just before we jump into the break, so I don't have to bring it up. Any of you guys play that Genshin game? Have you stayed away from it? Okay. All right. I, I, I like my anime, but I have a limit. Should I play it during the break? <laughs> if you want to, we have free. something to say about it. I here. Where do, you, where do I, you get it? I need to, I think it's just on all platforms here. Here's the thing. We need to bring someone on and talk about this game because once you get past the like gotcha stuff, yeah, yeah, we can bring stripping. Once you get past the like gotcha stuff in terms of the money that you can spend on it, people are saying this game is like their game of the year, and it just oh, yeah. it's like blowing my mind because I don't Dude, understand I, I why. Made a, I made a tweet where I was like, basically, the, the 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 core of the tweet was, if this was more my style of anime and didn't have gotcha, I'd probably be playing the hell out of it. I, like, there's a lot of really cool stuff. There's some deep stats. There's some really cool synergistic stuff. The gameplay is cool. It's a huge open world. Like, it's got a lot of things going for it. And to be clear, for anyone that doesn't know about this game, it is a gotcha game, which means that you can you can become a whale and spend thousands of dollars on you want if you want to, and you will become extremely strong in the game for spending it. But there's a lot of people that get along just fine without paying a dollar. And there's yeah. actually some like streamers that make it a point to say, I have not put a penny into this game. Yeah. Come look what it looks like. So, you know, I mean, that's, 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 a, it's just to make sure it's balanced on here since we're not gonna be talking about it too much. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, it's a game that is clearly can be pay to win, but you can very much also get by without paying a penny. 
to to push that further with names. I know Dyrus uh, is is not spent a single dime in it. On the flip side, I know Strippin has spent a couple, uh, at least a grand, and I know Baru is approaching or maybe over two grand spent in it already. Um, so yeah, if you if you're curious what those two experiences look like, there's uh, three case scenarios where you can go pop open their stream because I think they've been playing a lot of it and and see how it goes. Um, what do you what do you pay for in the game? Characters. Loot boxes. Yeah, well, loot boxes that have characters. You pay for loot boxes that have, like, really lucrative, good, not only characters, which are essentially, like, classes that your your main character can play through, but also, like, really high-tier weaponry, really high-tier, like, a lot of things. And then here's, this is one of the things I'd like to bring straight on. Wait a minute, you can pay for, like, better weapons? Oh, it's pay to win. It's 100% It's pay to win. Like, you you can. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pay to win in a Uh, PvE game, keep in mind, I think. Yes. Yeah. It's single player. Yeah, single player PvE. There's multiplayer oh. aspects to it, but yeah, I, I don't, okay. I don't know much. Again, we need to bring Strippin. Out. We're getting yeah, the territory. Yeah, let's enable this. We bring yeah. someone. Because yeah. one thing I do want to talk to Strippin about is I heard there's some kind of system where you can run out of energy and then you have to like buy more. But I don't understand how that works. Somebody told me it was very similar to a mobile game, but then that sounds a lot worse than I think it was. So let's, yeah, let's definitely bring him on at some point and, and chat with him on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And people are saying it's a gotcha game. I've never played a gotcha game. Yeah, it's like, like a it's like, like a Zeke, it's a gotcha game. It's like any other one. Like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's it's just a mobile yeah. game term. It's essentially a game that means that they will screw you out of money, essentially, unless you don't care. Yeah, um, they're pretty public in terms of when you go to spend money. If you scroll down and kind of like a hidden menu, it'll tell you the percentages of what you're going to get from a box. And I think yeah. to get like a five star out of one of the boxes, at first draw, it's like point zero six percent. I will say it is really interesting because like even just reading my chat right now, I'm seeing people be like, oh yeah, it's barely pay to win. Yeah, I can get everything free. And then I see like people saying like, no, it's all a scam. And it's like, okay, we really do need to get someone who's played it on yeah. here. I'd love to be able to like speak with well, information about this. I, I think uh, that that's, that's the internet in a nutshell. The people that's saying it's yeah, a scam yeah. read yeah. a headline that sure. said it's a scam. The people that said it's not played the game. So mostly, yeah. right? That's That's a yeah. generalization of that, but yeah. It has been funny to see. Um, who does who does uh, Gene Park write? Is that Washington Post? Is that who he writes for? Yeah, yeah. Gene Gene had an article. Uh, just a, a friend on Twitter that we have had an article where it was like Pokemon spent a thousand, but you don't have to, or something like that last time. Mm-hmm. So, it, and yeah. honestly, like I was talking with with Man vs. Game on Twitter, like we went back and forth a little bit, to, and uh, it it reminds me of of like when I was a kid and I was playing Magic. Yeah, I was like, that pack didn't have a good rare in it. Give me five more. It definitely hits that dopamine uh, yeah. uh, trickle <laughs> if that's something you're into. So, and they've all—it's also wildly successful. Uh, someone in chat just pointed out they made fifty million in their first week. I think they have like seventeen million registered accounts or some shit like that. Like it's doing, doing yeah, very mean, well. Dude, I've I've heard good things. Like there, there's some kernels of of excellence in there. Anyways, I want that exact format with no gotcha and like Ghost in the Shell standalone complex or Cowboy Bebop style anime. You know, you, you cart around a group of mechs. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe, maybe one, one day. day. Maybe one day. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We got. Uh, God, I get the name of this game. Phasmophobia. What's the? Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. JP, yep. what do we need to do? 
I'm I'm not interested. Play guy in the van. I'm saying next week. JP got to be the guy in the van. You no. can do it. No, the you don't guy, have to be in the house. Th- I saw the patch notes where the guy in the van can now get attacked by the ghost. That's a big. It that's a big scam. It doesn't ever happen. Here's here's here we go, Zeke. This is this is why they pay us the big bucks. When we come back for our break, I'll tell you exactly why the singular reason why I will never play Phasmophobia with the two of you. All right. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break. See you guys in just a bit. Welcome back, everyone. Going into the second half here. Drop frames. Phasmophobia. I don't the name again. I couldn't remember it. Uh, Dude, I called it Phasmophobagoria for like a week. <laughs> Dude, I, that's why I kept Googling Phantasmagoria, which is the old... Yeah. Uh, uh, Oramag. Yeah, yeah. I kept Googling that. It's like, wait a minute. What the fuck is the name of this game? Um, no. So the entire reason, uh, and then we'll talk about Phasmophobia because that's the more important thing. Uh, the entire reason why I have no interest in playing Phasmophobia uh, is essentially because I have zero trust in any streamer to not fuck with me when I play that game. It's It would be like the same thing where if uh, if I played that, I would most lock... Well, no, I trust Aaron to not fuck with me. That's like one of the unwritten rules in the house. If someone's playing VR, you don't mess with them. Uh, that's the exact reason why I wouldn't do that. We don't have to play in VR. You know that, right? I know you don't have to, but that's like saying if you get ice cream without sprinkles, right? Like you want the fucking sprinkles, man. You got to play the. I mean, best it's the difference possible. between eating ice cream or not. Yeah, but maybe, maybe I'm maybe it's bad for my diet. You know, maybe I shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm kind of taking this a little bit. Like, okay, 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 okay. Okay, JP, I will say this. I will say this about the game. Sure. Um, I'll pull up some footage of it. It's it's creepy, but it's not. It's there's. Very few times where it's actually like jump scary. It's more huh. like an investigation game. No, it's I'm just in, saying. It's interesting like, you say that because every it, clip I've seen is of people freaking the fuck out. <laughs> I play, but maybe that's maybe I'm desensitized. I play a lot of horror games, and this one, this one especially in co-op, in solo I can see a little bit more, but in in co-op. It gives more of an invest a team investigation vibe to me than an actual like creepy horror vibe. Sure. Um, it's I w- I would say like I the jump scares for me are like if you are playing for four person co op PVE on a game and like an enemy jumps out from like behind a corner you're like oh shit there it is you know it's more like that rather rather than like it doesn't give me like a like a a scared feeling it gives me like it startles me but that's about it i will say that i, don't know. I will say that uh people experience horror differently and you're someone who oh, is yeah. very desensitized to horror as you played a lot i think co is on for a lot of purposes i can't speak for co but uh i i'm the type of person that will actually like if i sit down to go to sleep and Aaron's watching some like I don't know fucking murder mystery bullshit. I'll ask Aaron to change the channel because I don't want to go to sleep with that shit in my brain. That's where I'm at with it. And with that said, like this game would just I'd nope yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, I watched American Murder last night, and I was like, oh, that that was a documentary. Yeah, Good night. yeah. For me, it's like, <laughs> I, what was she watching last night? Oh, she was watching a show called Lord, which is like this uh, Amazon. Uh, I think Amazon. Where it's like true life type deal 
And it was about this queen somewhere in England that killed over 600 young girls because she feasted on their blood, thinking that was going to make her young forever. Or lore, sorry, not lord. And this is like a real thing that actually what happened. Is that, what is that on Amazon, you said? I think it's called, I think it's on Amazon, yeah. Lore. Or Basically maybe, a vampire? Yeah, something like that. Like, the the video was, it was fucked up. She was like in a bathtub with these girls hanging from these ropes that she had like cut their throats and the blood was like pouring down on them. This is all like real shit. And I'm looking at Aaron like, hey, uh, you know, it's time to sleep. Can we change the show, please? Like, this is going to be tough for me to uh, just roll over and go to sleep with. And then literally five minutes later, she's like, going to sleep. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> just has no problem. So, yeah. Anyways, that's a real person. I don't know who that was, uh, but she got in yeah. trouble because I think she killed like some noble woman and the the actual people in power got pissed off and killed her by like putting her in a wall in a castle somewhere or something like that anyways fucked up well i i a couple things first i picture two things in my head with jp one of them is as, uh, as a question are you the are you the person that goes like in the bedroom like light switch you like Oh no! <laughs> and like, jump, like jump into bed. No, that doesn't dark. bother me. Also, okay. Zeke, you should know enough about me that that's that's all on my phone. Automated, I yeah. I don't fucking it, use these yeah. switches, these light things. I use a phone. Well, okay. And that's the other thing. <laughs> I can see you pulling up your phone. Like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And all you see in the comic strip is uh, Infinity Gauntlet Nightlight on. <laughs> no we don't we don't have a night like all light. the crystals light up <laughs> we do not have a nightlight uh whatsoever someone in chat's actually saying how is lovecraft country for you uh have you guys watched that show by the way yep i'm all caught up on that you are caught up the only episode mm -hmm. zeke that, that uh i guess freaked me out was uh this week's because yeah, like they they added a creepy like a uh a suspense yeah Rather than like a rather than like a sense of dread, this one has a sense of like suspense, like yeah. going to get you kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Most of most of my like, um, and this goes back to to phasmophobia somewhat, and we'll we'll talk about the game a little bit more. Um, most of the reason why I don't play or don't experience horror stuff is I have a very active imagination. So, for example, in PT, if you guys ever played that um, a long time ago. I played through the PT demo, and if you remember, there's that point in the demo where you walk into the room that has the chandelier and the PT monster, I don't know if they ever had a name for her, is kind of like sitting up there staring at you. Yep. So now, whenever I'm in a house that has an open air room like that, I will not look up if it's nighttime and the lights are out. Because I immediately, th my mind, without thinking about it, goes straight to that scene. And it's just like, that could happen. Like maybe, maybe I'm going to go back to this other room now. <laughs> Not hey, And JP, I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. Every time I walk by a closet, that's part way open. I look for eyeballs in there and shit like that. Yeah. But the reason why I do that, it, like, or the, the, the way I, I tackle do you force that yourself through it to not see it is, is like, yeah, I, I, the best way I can say like, is I dare it to happen. I'm like, I oh, dare I you to look at me from the closet. Like, 
go ahead. That's two go different. Ahead, that's two different types of people. You dare it, and I'm just like, you know what? If it's gonna but, do it, I'm not gonna be here when it happens. <laughs> but but so I'm, I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm still scared as shit. Okay. Like of, you embrace that it. it'll happen. Gotcha. But I'm just like, I feel like I'll be less scared if I'm just like, fucking kill me, go, go do it. This this kind of harkens back to what Co was saying earlier, where he was on the skate. It's not a skateboard, but the skateboard equivalent of whatever you were on. Uh, one wheel. Yeah, the one wheel. Co is not afraid of getting on that, even though he knows that he might fall. And now he knows that he has fallen and gotten hurt. I will never get on that because of the idea that I could fall and get hurt. It's the same thing with horror stuff. I will never play stuff that I know is going to scare me because I don't want to get scared. If that makes sense. Okay. I still think oh, you should play this game. <laughs> well, I, yeah, okay. of course no. you do. Hey, listen, we played, <laughs> going, we played going back several to rounds <laughs> with Shannon as, as the person in the van. And she was on the, the monitors and she was looking at the whiteboard and she like, never got attacked. She was telling us where everything was. I honestly think that would be a perfect role for you. By the way, I think that thing about the ghost attacking the person in the truck, Bike Man jokingly replied oh, is that to just Shannon. A, a joke? Oh. I think it's a joke. I don't think it's a real thing. So, so if you stay in the van, you don't have to ever worry about being attacked. In fact, as far as I know, the ghost doesn't go out of the house because when the ghost attacks you, it locks the front door. So, like, if you're outside, you're basically safe because the ghost can't even go through doors. JP, if the do if the ghost starts coming after you, you can literally run into a room oh, unless it's door. one specific type of ghost. You can slam the door in its face and you just wait out the thing. Um, but I will say that that. Like the, the jump scares, you know, not to, not to lie to you about it. Um, <laughs> the first, the first time you encounter the ghosts, when you don't know the game mechanics, when you don't know what to expect, right. it can be a little scary. Um, like it can kind of freak you out, you know, cause the ghosts are just like pop up in front of you and it's zombie looking and it'll like kind of shamble towards you and make crazy ghost sounds. And sometimes it'll breathe in your ears and stuff, you know, and that stuff gets kind of, it'll get you a little bit, but the second third, fourth time you've heard it, it becomes exactly like Zeke said. It starts becoming much more about the investigation. Mm. And it gets to the point where you're just like, when you hear that, you're like, oh, I got to get to a room. Or, oh, this means that that's coming. Or, you know, it becomes it becomes much more just about like, let's work together and figure this out. And if you hear that stuff, oh, well, now we know what to do to avoid it. And it becomes just a game mechanic, you know? So um, I, I do think that you, it, it's, it's very, it's a very fun with friends game. It's really enjoyable. And even though there's like, one or two times you get scared at the beginning it is it is still like super fun doing it and if you do want to just like learn the mechanics you can stay in the truck and you can be very helpful from there while the other guys are in ghost hunting sure. uh you know you can yeah. monitor the levels of the ghost while it's going on inside you can look through cameras um so you have like that level of dissonance between what's going on in the house and what's right in front of you uh oh, and, you know, the, you and the man is well lit like well lit at all well, times. Oh, I, super well lit so again, i knew most of this to be true However, none of you are none of you. Both of you have not combated the idea that I don't trust you to not fuck with me. That's the main reason. Again. There's nothing. We, <laughs> the thing is, though, is when you're in the van, there's nothing anyone can do to, to mess with you. Oh. Like you, you can't you can't do anything like there's you know, we're, we're inside the house doing stuff. You can watch us. You can talk to us over the radio and things like that. But there's nothing because, you know, the ghost can't come out to you. And there's nothing we can do to really influence that at all. There's like there's nothing anyone can really do. You can mess with people in the house. Like uh, we were yeah. playing with Sacriel and he did this, this really great thing where like, um, like the ghost attacked and then Sacriel like ran off into a room and just stopped talking. And then I think it was Zeke. We were playing with you or maybe it was Dan. And 
we are like on the radio, like Sacro, see something, Sacro, say something, you know, because like check in, are you dead? And and he just didn't respond. So we were like, oh shit, like maybe Sacro's dead, maybe Sacro's dead. And then Zeke runs back in, and all of a sudden Sacro, like three rooms away in a room, starts holding down his mic and making ghost sounds. And me and Zeke are both like, what the, what is that over there? I thought the ghost was in here. And he's just, and then he just starts laughing. <laughs> Yeah, that um, was spiking but, you know, in this room. The ghost can't be all the way over there. Like, what is going on here? Um, so you know, I mean, that's and that's like as minor as it gets. Like, sure. or, excuse me, that's as maximum as it gets, as in terms of like messing with other people. But I mean, it should have been obvious to like these days. If he were to do that, me and Zeke would immediately know it was messing around because we would know that that's not a sound that ghosts make. Like the thing about the thing about and let's and going back to the game a little bit. The thing about phasmophobia is this was made by like one dude. It's really? as indie as it gets. Like every ghost is one thing. And this one thing, there's like, there's like uh, eight or nine different attributes. And every ghost is essentially the exact same thing that has a collection three of these nine or 10 attributes. They all function exactly the same. All of their behavior is basically identical. You basically do the exact same thing for every ghost. Like one thing that this game has really shown me is that the guy that made this has struck gold with what type of game this is and this is an okay game but there is going to be an amazing game made by much more resources down the road in this vein that is not this game there's going to be a game that comes out where instead of there just being one ghost with eight or nine attributes there's going to be like 10 ghosts and each one's going to function completely differently there's going to be like a girl from the ring ghost and there's going to be like actual demons <laughs> they're all going to have completely different behavioral patterns and different ways to deal with them and stuff like this is this is a very indie basic interpretation of this kind of game, which is just even even more credence into it not really being that scary, especially once you kind of like understand like the very limited scope of the game. Um, so it's 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 cool. It's a lot of fun. I definitely think you should try it. it I don't think there's quite enough meat to really scare you. Um, there, you know, there's a few little things that'll get you like once or twice, but it's just it's just not there's not enough there to really kind of like get constant fear um it is really fun though and like i said the guy that made this like he this is something special like he's basically come up with a new genre um and and, and he did a real and considering his resources he did a phenomenal job there's no question um but yeah i mean once like a, a real studio kind of takes a crack at this type of game i feel it could be something really really good i will also there's, say we do have some times that get a little bit awkward like the time we got a michael jackson jo- ghost and he was um definitely inhabiting the boy's bedroom uh we definitely took that joke a little far not gonna lie in trying to summon him so you um, guys were the monsters is what you're saying <laughs> we basically became the monsters in some ways absolutely okay. uh yeah <laughs> but that being said um there there the game kind of breeds hilarity not for that kind of stuff but just just the interactions you have the way that people deal with it like it's it's one of those games that's just it's just a lot of fun to play with yeah uh I will say there's a couple of detractions, and before you go in, yeah, I know it's only one developer, blah, blah, blah. I got it, okay? Um, some, some of the time, the areas that you uh, are meant to explore and find ghosts in, you explore them for a very long time. Like, a half an hour before anything happens. Even a single blip, a single temperature change, you know, a single signifier that you're close to a ghost. Like, uh, there's a, a, a map called The School, and 
and it, I've heard it gets better or it gets more intense in later when you get higher level because you love you level up in the game. Huh. Um, as you play, you get experience points and stuff. Um, I heard it gets better <laughs> or more intense as you level up. But if you when you unlock, I'm just going to use the school as an example, the high school or whatever. The first time I went in there, I was like, I was used to being in like a house with like two floors, maybe you know six bedrooms or six rooms or whatever to explore. Right. This thing has like 50 fucking rooms and you're just sitting there going like nothing here, nothing here, nothing here. Like four people. It took like to find out where the ghost room was. And that I don't know, man. I don't it, it, Am I like am I too spoiled or something? Am no, not, not at all. But like yeah. I got to say this though. While you were saying how it can take a long time to find the ghosts the reason I just bust out laughing there is I look in chat and and Midwest Ghost Hunter says that's how ghost hunting works. <laughs> He's not wrong. Look, uh, we we right. Aaron Aaron's kid watches the. So here's another thing I live with. Aaron's you know kid why? loves play, those shows, <laughs> so I know all about those shows. I know how those shows go one to one. Go ahead, Zeke. You know why I like video game golfing and, and don't do real golfing? Because real golfing is fucking boring. <laughs> no, but you know what? Just just to tie into here, this this goes to exactly what I was talking about. Like the, the basicness of the game. Basically, you have a high school, and the high school is comprised of what Zeke? 50 rooms, 50 mm-hmm. plus rooms. And once you've played the game 10-ish hours, or hell, a lot less than that, a few hours. Mm. You know that the way the game works is one of those rooms is going to have stuff in it that you need to do. One of them is probably going to have a low temperature. One of them may have an EMF read or something. And then the entire game just becomes, just like Zeke said, and sometimes you'll go 20, 30 minutes and all you're doing is wandering from room to room. Like nothing at all is happening. You get One guy's got a thermometer, one guy's got an EMF reader and you're just walking into each room. And this this is the stuff I'm talking about. Like, they, they sometimes things are so basic and formulaic that that you can just the the indiness kind of just sh- the the fact that one guy developed it just kind of shines through. Like it'd be so much more interesting if like there were things that would happen all over the place and randomly, and maybe fog would pour out here and sounds over here, and you know, like it's just it's very basic. It's very basic. So there, like there was once we did uh, the first time we did the asylum, and we we couldn't find anything for like thirty five minutes. And it just got to the point where we were like, do you guys just want to do a new map? <laughs> like, like nothing was happening. Nothing for like almost half an hour. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's that kind of stuff. What, uh, Zeke, are you, I guess you wouldn't be playing in VR because you just got your VR, right? Yeah. Not yeah. yet. I'm going to set up tonight and see if I can get it going. Cause I'm going to be playing it, uh, tomorrow. Ah, gotcha. Uh, and, and I've got a play date. Mm. Oh, uh, and then co for you just didn't want to set a VR in the middle of all this shit since it's um, a hassle. Well, I, I actually just ordered, and this is pretty cool, by the way, little, little fact, the index actually uses five 2.0 sensors. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So I actually just got a second pair of those and set them up here. So I can do sitting VR here. And then I got the VR room somewhere else, which is pretty awesome. But yeah, I just got my new sensors for here and I was going to do phasmophobia here, but then people told me that I should walk around with it. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Apparently it works well with the grab controls and stuff. So I don't know. I will say though that that I'm still enjoying just playing it without VR. Like it's 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 fine without VR. Um, I especially since I played it so much now, I don't know if it'd really be much, like, more impactful 
Because again, like now I've heard everything so many times and I know exactly how the ghost AI functions and stuff like that. Some of that like magic is gone. Sure. Um, so maybe if they make a patch or something and throw in some new some new stuff, maybe I'll throw in VR for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I have a good time playing it just normally with, how long, with Buds. So. How long did it, it take you to reach that point of where you... Uh, I played a lot. Yeah. I, I played it probably like, I think I probably played it now 15-ish hours. Like I played a couple times with Zeke. Uh, I played with Sacral and Dan once. I played with my mods. Uh, I even played a little bit offline with friends. So like it, it's it's you know I've I've got a good amount of time in this game. Yeah. And I had and like right now I can play it and have a good time. When I, the first, I'd say three to five hours were like this is really cool. Like it's it's really really kind of enjoy. It's so interesting in terms of its uniqueness. Like there's just not many games like it at all. Yeah. So it's just for that alone is one of the reasons I think you'd have fun playing it just because it's it's really just not something that is normal. Like there's not a lot. You can't really be like, oh, there's phasmophobia. And oh, it's just like not yet, at least. Yeah. Yeah. There's like there's no there's no game where it's like, oh, it's just like this game or just like that game. Like it's it's pretty unique. Yeah. Zeke, have you hit that point yet? You think? Sorry, something was going off on my PC and I couldn't hear what I was saying. What was the question? Uh, in, in terms of like being are you jaded yet with this game yeah that's a great way to put it are you jaded yet that's a great way to say it are you still no, having I'm fun playing I, I want to see how the how the game gets more intense or improves or more difficult uh, at the when you level up more so i'm excited to see like because i'm at like level i want to say eight or nine or something like that I'm, I'm excited to see when we get up to the high teens 20s in level to see like uh, the maps that I can pick and how uh, aggressive the ghosts are or whatever. Like, definitely. And open up new maps. I don't know how many maps total there are, but I'd like to see more of them for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. I, there's, there's Right now, there's amateur, intermediate, and professional. And uh, one of my mods, Nuriel, she is a professional ghost hunter. She is like <laughs> level 70-something. She, she plays this game a ton. And uh, we were doing some professional rounds, and we had this one round where literally every every minute and a half, every two minutes, this ghost would start hunting. And uh, it that was definitely, like, I kind of wish more rounds were like that, because it made it hugely more interesting. Because um, you're, you're con- like, the, right when you get in, you know, like, any second this ghost is going to start hunting. So, like, the entire game was just kind of played on a swivel, um, having to, like, get to a close room and, and seal yourself in so you wouldn't get killed. It was uh that was definitely one of the more entertaining rounds for sure nice i didn't realize that one person made this game that's good for them it seems to be selling quite well uh oh, yeah. how much it blew up on twitch up. do what youtubers picked it up yeah yeah the youtubers and i, I think i i want to say i saw like soda and poke were the original people at least that i saw on twitch i don't know if they were the first but yeah uh, i've definitely watched a decent amount of this game and and seen all the clips going around of all the different creators so yeah I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I don't know if you'll ever get me inside. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, has the have they said that they plan on adding anything to the game? Like, are they going to update it more uh, from a I'm dev perspective? That too, like a roadmap or something. I haven't seen anything. One guy, so you never know. Yeah, cool. And I mean, he's so busy trying to clean the hundred dollar bills out of his gutter that you know it may be a little bit until. <laughs> yeah. What is the What's been the? Let me Steam spy the game to see how well it's. it's oh, here we go. Someone just linked to Trello. Take a look here. What is that? Uh, tr- it's like a, a workflow system. Oh, oh. oh. Um, November first, upgrade to Unity Pro. 
Making a prison level, making an apartment building, making a mansion level, adding night vision goggles, adding SLS camera, spotlight item to tripods. Yeah, it looks like he's got a lot of things in, on the way. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Wow, so it's sitting at uh, number 10 trending right now. Um, at, where does it say this? Doesn't have peak numbers. It says owners one million to two million. What does he charge for this game? Thir- Fourteen bucks. This guy's doing that pretty all right. <laughs> he's, do- he's doing pretty okay. Holy shit! Good for him. That's crazy. You could hire a small team at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, peak concurrent players yesterday: sixty-one thousand six hundred seventy-six. Isn't that the exact number that Baldur's Gate had? I wonder if the Steam Spy is not to be. That seems oddly <laughs> close. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I know it's doing well. Uh, so not to be trusted. It might not be. You can't might not be able to trust this. It might be might be real. Uh that's phasmophobia. The fa- phasmopho that's the fear of ghosts, right? That's what that is. And the name? I believe so. I would think Sounds it would like be it. phantasmophobia though. Well, that's the fear of specters or something, right? What is fan let's Google. The fear of phasms. You might Have you been right. bothered by ghosts, specters, phantasms? Call now. We are ready to believe you. So phantasmophobia is a fear of ghosts. What? Why didn't he call it that then? Maybe taken. Do we have any ghost hunters in the chat that can <laughs> let us know what's going on? Oh, you, you might be right, Zeke. It might have been... Uh... Phantasmophobia is in a word. Oh, that would be why I read that on UrbanDictionary.com and not Dictionary.com. <laughs> there we go. It's just it's just using a, a suffix, a prefix, and a suffix. Yeah. Like. Oh well. Make up all kinds of words. Oh, like. Well. Yeah. You could. You could. Uh, let's talk Hades. <clears throat> Hades is a really good game. I don't know if you guys do yeah. that, but it's a fucking real good game. Like it, we'll be talking about this game at the end of the year. <laughs> it's, it's fucking good. I, I put a lot of uh, offline hours into it. Um, I've probably done like 20 or 30 runs offline. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll pull up some footage here. Cohen, I know you're further than me in the sense that you started your hell run, I guess. Is that accurate? Uh, what, what are your, it, it came out. We talked about it a little bit about two weeks ago. We didn't do a show last week, and I think we both put a lot more time into it. I know I have as well. Uh, put a, a lot more time into it. So, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Hades? Best roguelite available. I'd agree with that. I don't think that's far off base. Uh, no, it has it has uh, great level design. Um, it has excellent power progression. Amazing voice acting. Some of the most voice acting like the voice acting this game rivals rpgs yeah. like the amount of organic lines that the characters have and the amount of different things that they can react to is just incredible uh it, it feels like i played this game like 30 plus hours and almost every single time i die and go back people would have new things to say to me that i'd never heard before um i've gotten the epilogue which means and i think i i got a streak of like 21 wins in a row yeah and i was still getting new stuff when i would go back I've, I've started my hell run my first run i'm not even done with there's entire quest lines that i haven't even finished yet really um 
Yeah, and on top of that, I barely even touched the higher level hell modes, which are a completely different thing. There's builds that I've wanted to try that I just never got the stuff to work correctly with or didn't get the right boons for. Um, in my in my normal run, there were entire duo boons I never even got, never even saw. Um, it's just it's it's absolutely incredible the amount of of meat in the game, the amount of quality content that they put in this game, the amount of variance, the balance is really well done. There are some builds that are just like wildly overpowered but that's impossible not to do anything yeah. like this um it's it's yeah it's just a, an absolute testament to like well-made high quality games for me it i great price too yeah yeah i i did not know much about like the development of this game uh until i watched the the no clip documentary on it um in the sense of like they had in-game uh they had a countdown to the days when the next patch was gonna hit um like they were that up to date with everything in game i feel like they kind of set for my interest like a new standard to how early access should be approached uh because they were just on point with it every single time um and i've heard that echoed from people that didn't play it till 1.0 and people that played it since it launched in 2018 yep. or whatever on the epic store i played it when it came out yeah. into the ground and then i played it again at 1.0 and it was like playing two completely different games as my chat's pointing out, apparently I have 69 hours in Hades. Nice. 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 Well nice. done. That's a, that's nice. a lot more than I have. I, I don't know. I only have I'm five, at. dude, and I'm already like, I'm already in total agreement with everything <laughs> like that everyone said about it. Like, it's, it's fantastic, man. It plays well. It's amazing. It looks looks, sounds, and feels wonderful. Everything about it is a a to a plus, and one thing that I find with roguelikes or roguelites that I don't uh, <clears throat> care for is the the pacing of them. The pacing of this is fantastic. And the way they keep it fresh and, and cool is when you start, when you die and start over, there's new shit. Always new shit. Yeah. That's like the biggest draw for me. Is that like, oh, okay, I made I only made it like five rooms. They're not going to have anything for me. Nope. You get out. It's like, hey, I got some new dialogue for you. I got new shit to tell you about. I got, there's new, there's new stuff over here too. Like every time. And it's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I still stand by the fact that for whatever reason, this artist uh, has become like my favorite. Uh, specifically, I think the lead artist is responsible for all the character designs. Um, and she like just. I, I want an art book. I want pieces of this art up around my house. Like the character design is just fantastic on so many levels. Yeah. Uh, I think her name's Gen Z. I think it's uh, on Twitter or something like that. But they just nailed like Dude, everything. Dude, if I, if I had a picture of like a Last Supper thing, except it were all the gods. Dude, hell yeah. I would I would frame that and put it in my house. Yes, I would 100% do that. Um, what What is it called? Is it a lithograph? Is that the moving... I think that's a lithograph. I don't know. They should do something like that where it's a, a moving image that we could get framed. I think it's a lithograph. Um, but that it's just amazing. Uh, the art design and just the entire direction of this game. Um, it's even crazier to me when you consider the fact that all of the voices are just developers. They're just people that worked oh. on the game. Like there's, there's no, <laughs> like the Matt Mercers of the world are not anywhere near this game. It's just, some devs that just came in and like voiced all this stuff. Uh, and, and then the audio engineer went and tweaked it all. And it sounds incredible. Um, 
with I think like fourteen thousand voice lines is the big buzzword. Like Ko was saying, it's it's incredible. The whole game, I, I can't say enough good things about this game. Um, if if you have not played it, definitely check it out. Even if you're like not interested in roguelikes, I, I think it's a great entryway um, into it for sure. And if you've played any of their older games, Bastion <laughs> and Transistor, I feel like this is the culmination of all of those. Um, like you can you can take different things from this game and see that they pulled it from what they learned on Bastion and Transist- uh, Transistor, um, both story and gameplay. And it's just they they hit the nail on the head. It's fantastic. Uh, like it's it's kind of funny because you know I've I've always thought Supergiant Games was a, a good developer. Bastion, Transistor. Didn't really grab me when I first tried them. Really? They just didn't really grab me. Nope, huh. they didn't really grab me. And um, and and it's the kind of thing where I I couldn't agree more with what you just said. Like in terms of like I I played this or like when I first played it and I was like, man, this is cool. Can't wait to see it done. And then within an hour of playing it when it was released, I was just like, holy shit! Like this is something. <laughs> this is something special. Like this is this is clearly uh a fine-tuned machine like this is a, a sculpted piece of art this isn't like just like some little game like this is there's a lot of passion and care in this yeah uh, you can tell pretty quickly for sure um in terms of just talking about the gameplay code you spent a lot more time uh than me or zeke so i'll get your answer uh last but zeke for you what's your favorite weapon in the five or six hours that you've played thus far have you stuck to one uh where are you at with it <clears throat> no um in the game they have that the, i don't know how long it persists but they have that system where uh you get like a bonus to your darkness right right depending on what weapon you pick it's like hey pick this weapon this time you get a plus 20 percent to your darkness so i I just did that every time ah. to get used to all the weapons and stuff um i will say uh certain weapons seem like great right off the bat and then in practice they didn't like the spear i was like oh the spear's great i love it and then, like, I started using it. I was like, man, it doesn't pack the punch of the sword now, does it? <laughs> um, but honestly, like, I think I had the maybe the best runs with the sword, just the regular sword. Really? Um, yeah. Makes but, sense. yeah, I, I was going to ask you guys, did you find yourself, because I, uh, I found myself, like, I tried to use the, the, um, Whatever the red crystal thing, the movie you throw the red the crystal cast. and comes back to the cast. Yeah, the cast. Yeah. I tried using cast, like I tried to do like a cast run, and it just seemed so like I just couldn't get a grasp on the mechanic where you have to go fucking get it. Like you throw sure. something and then you have to go collect it again. It just I, I didn't get a grasp on that. I um think that'll open up later as you play more. Is maybe what okay. my answer to that is. One so. thing to tell you, Zeke, with that purple stuff, you later get to unlock lots of different things. And right. some of those things, for instance, you can fine-tune your character to be a caster. There's actually an ability you can get that makes it so those things automatically re- recharge over X seconds instead of you having to go get them. Yeah. See, that, that, also, I, that's what I figured. Yeah. There's also boons that give you... There's, there's skills that give you more casts. So you can have up to three normally. And then you can get boons on top of that that give you even more. And then there's things that will make it so you deal damage when you remove them. There's ones that will like, like they're, they're so, you can, you can basically play a caster in this game if you want to. Yeah. And in yeah. some cases, it's insanely strong. Yeah. There's also weapons later. A L- little bit spoiler. Do you care if I tell you about some weapon stuff down the road? Do you care? 
Okay. Don't bother um, my ass. Here. As you can see, I'm I'm motorcycling around in my hog. I'm ready to um, go. Spoiler police are out, Zeke. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There, there are actually weapon forms later where you can load the gems into your bow or yep. into your shield. And when you fire your weapon, it fires your cast. Yeah. And in some cases, you can load like all of your gems into it at once and then like shoot all of your casts at once. So there's there's a huge amount of variety pertaining to that. Well, as you can There's see, like this is the first kind of this is my first build that I that I started with, and I was like, man, this slam attack is fucking great. It's an AOE, does good damage. I can zip around and just slam people. Like I don't have to aim very much. It's great. Uh, I will say that once that I once I got the bow for the first time, and I got like a, a timing thing. Like if you hit a hit the perfect draw or whatever, it does more damage. Power shot. Yeah, it does more damage and and uh it gave it's, i had got another boon that made it more forgiving um the to nail the thing yeah. that was fucking fun too because you're just like going like pow, 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 pow. you're just sniping shit yeah however i was playing on controller and i tried i tr tried it with i mean it, it starts with a uh, uh, aim assist on and then i turned it off i was like oh is this is this too easy and then i turned aim assist off and went no yeah. put it back on by aim assist you mean on. where it like locks it's on uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's yeah. required. I, I would say later on in the game, it, it's just yeah. too like it doesn't necessarily track all the time. Uh, specifically, I think with the special, it won't track all the time. I think with the attack, it does track on the boat. AOE doesn't do well at <clears throat> That's all. That's what it is. Yeah. Controller with AOE is really rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, mouse keyboard is much better for that. Yeah, I, I have not used mouse keyboard um, once in in the thirty or so hours I've played it. It's all been. Uh, oh, it feels controller. good with controller. Oh, I tried it. Controller just feels so much better. <clears throat> I agree. It, it's so clearly tuned for controller. Yeah. yeah, and I've heard I've heard people say the opposite as well. So that that's not don't don't take our recommendation there. I would, I would say see what works best for you if, if you have not played yeah. the game already. Um, yeah, yeah. It's and, not like a, it doesn't play like a twin stick. No, no, like, not uh, at all. It plays like an action yeah. game. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. In terms Great. of my thirty hours with it, I've so I. The last time we talked about it on the show, I had only played Shield. And I think I was maybe eight or nine hours, and I had gotten to uh, quote the final boss. Uh, every time I just got absolutely obliterated. And so, like, the next day after that episode two weeks ago, uh, chat was saying, like, try, try the bow. See, see how the bow feels. So I tried the bow. First, first run with the bow, I got, like, uh, it was the special that, I think you can charge up and then I got like a bunch of crit stuff and I ended up hitting the final boss or like doing the entire boss's HP, uh, in like seven or eight attacks. Uh, and it just absolutely destroyed that guy. And so now I've only used the bow. I don't have any interest in playing other weapons. I'm just a bow. It's user. funny because when we first talked to you, like I am a hundred percent shield. Oh, like, that's all look, I use. Is look, the shield. It, here's the thing. If it's successful, why change it? <laughs> right? And you, but you had to unlock the shield, right? Like I thought the shield was a starting weapon from the way you were talking about it. Um, it's, it's quick though. You can unlock it the first run if you want to. If you get five keys, right? Is it a five key or four key or something like that? Okay. I guess, did I use, I guess I can go watch the VOD. I guess I did use my, I used the sword on the first run. You have to. It's only three? Okay. Because I, yeah, I first, first run is sword, and then you can, you can get easily, like, three keys in the first run if you pick them. And then you can unlock the second weapon and kind of go from there. 
Yeah. I didn't jive with the shield too much because the shield seems like I I love the movement of this game. So the shield I didn't find any boons when I played it the couple times that I did with the shield that were uh movement specific or movement helping moves or uh boons. Sure. So the shield seemed a little bit slow to me. That's why I like the the sword and the and the spear a little bit more because you can like I got boons that you can like move through them and then attack and stuff like that. The shield was like good for blocking stuff, but then I found myself like staying there. Like if I stop blocking, I'm gonna get murdered. I'm just gonna stay <laughs> here. I will say though, I I passed one of those timed trial rooms by just like cornering up and like turtling behind a shield and just waiting for the time to run out just to see if I could. Yep. The big thing with the shield is the attack knocks back. So you can use that with dodge to like basically control the entire battlefield if armor isn't a factor. So you can just slam people all over the place. So you get like Poseidon's dodge that does knockback as well. And I mean, mm -hmm. it just, it's one of, it's the DPS on small enemy areas is just insane. It can yeah. lead to some, some really crazy builds. And as, as, as annoying as it is to have chat on while you're playing a game like this or talking about it, it is really cool that there's a solution for everything. You know, it's like, oh, you don't like the shield? Just try this thing with this thing, and then it's fucking, like, easy peasy. Oh, like, yeah. And you can say that with any weapon, any move, any whatever. It's like, people come out of the woodwork like, no, man! You're not doing it! You gotta do it with this thing, with Poseidon's ball sack and Cerebrus's <laughs> dog food bowl. Like, if you get those things, you're good. Yeah. I, I will say, uh, I'm, I'm curious, actually, for coast thoughts on this because i've only just got once you let's say finish the game you start unlocking more systems and one of those systems is called the heat system uh which you yep. can add modifiers to your runs in the sense of like co uh, shops cost more or there's more enemies or bosses have different mechanics and stuff like that um, all sorts of things what what does that go up to what does that like cap out at i think the most you can do is like is either 48 or 52 holy shit okay yeah, and and the hardest the hardest like one that gives you like a a big reward is when you when you oh maybe oh sixty five chat saying sixty four sixty six sixty something okay good lord um when you when you zone into the starting area there are three statues in the bottom right and the first one is eight the second one is sixteen and the last one is thirty two and when you beat those heat modes you get to un uncover the well they're not statues they're whatever they are you uncover them okay and um basically like as you work through the heat modes you can do that now what's cool about the game is uh I, I, if you gotten to the point up we know what aspects are yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay so each weapon can have a bunch of different aspects and they all completely change how each weapon functions and to earn all the stuff to do that and also earn all the things you need to do to upgrade everything at home and stuff you need to get like more titan blood more diamonds things of that nature so whenever you beat uh an entire run with a weapon, you only get the rewards for each boss at one time. And then once you've gotten all the rewards for all the weapons, you have bounties where you have to slowly increment up the heat to continue getting rewards. So you you make the game more and more difficult right. to keep getting rewards, to keep developing your base and, and do all that kind of stuff. So it's a it's an excellent system. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, on my base game, I think I have 
all of my weapons are like 10 plus heat at this point, which means I've done one, you know, 10 plus runs with all the different weapons and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a, it's a very, very cool weapon. And then for those that really want to challenge themselves, they can go for the statues and do even like higher and higher and higher heat runs as they, as they keep moving. The, the last time I played, uh, which I actually uh, stopped playing out of frustration because of how fucking hard I had made it. I was on like 11 heat with a bow and I got to, let's say the final boss with that modifier tweaked all the way up. I was like, this M4. Yeah. I was just like, this is fucking ridiculous. There's no fucking way <laughs> that I'm going to like slam my head against this shit. Uh, cause I, some, I guess a somewhat spoiler. He starts spawning other bosses in the fight. So you're fighting like the, the bass, the last boss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you start fighting him with the other. And it's just like, come on, man. <laughs> like, and, and the third, I, the third big fight, they've got armor. And that in itself was just kind of like, this is fucked up, man. <laughs> this is so fucked. I, I will say this, though. I will say this. If you get to the last part of EM4 Hades, yeah, it has by far one of the best boss fight tracks I've ever heard in my life. Oh, do they crank like, the music up more and more? Okay. Oh, my God. They basically have like two insanely talented guitarists that are just like dueling the entire track. And it is like that's awesome. One of the hypest experiences. Um, the, the one time I've beaten it, like it, it, it was, it was, I was, I was having trouble looking at the screen. Cause my head was like, wouldn't stop doing this. <laughs> I was like, like, hold it close. Yeah. Like, oh my God, dude. It was so, I good. didn't, it's I did so not good. push the, I only got to the, uh, phase two. And then I was just like, yeah, this is, I'm good for now. I'm going to stop playing for what my hands hurt. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stop playing for a bit. Um, so it's a hell of a thing though. Hell of a game. Um, I don't think we can save. Like, I think a lot of times I, I get asked what, or I did get asked when I was playing and streaming it, like, what are some of the downsides to it? I feel like all the downsides, the more you play, they work themselves out. Like, they, they fix the issues with the game as more things unlock, I feel. Um, in terms of, like, the actual, how it runs, I never had any issues. It ran perfectly fine uh, for me. I, I didn't have, like, any. The downsides are, like, general roguelite downsides yeah like if you don't like the combat then you're not gonna like it right we'll see the same room for the 10th time that's just part of it you know you will have garbage runs that feel like just a waste of time sometimes when every boon you get work together and they're all white instead of any rarity you know like it's it's all but but that's just that's part of the genre like there's not really if it wasn't that way then you wouldn't kind of like appreciate the good runs and you know they can only put so many randomized levels in a game like this for 20 bucks and it's already like arguably a huge amount for the price and yeah. you know, everyone would love to see two more worlds or levels but it's just it's just not where we are yeah um but i mean as, as i think i speak for many hades fans you can still easily get like 50 plus hours out of this game and not even bat an eye in terms of getting bored about what you're doing and trying new builds and getting new buffs every now and then and especially hearing the new dialogue and I mean, hell, it took me 50 plus hours just to get the epilogue, just to get the epilogue. You can, you can beat, and and they don't, this isn't really a spoiler, so I'll go ahead and say it. You can beat the boss 10 times and that will get you like the credits. But at that point, there is an entire other thing you can do that can take you like another 15 plus hours. Um, And getting to that point, you will still have like a huge amount of the game to unlock, progress in, to hear new dialogue in, to do more side quests. Like, when you see the credits, the game is not over. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. When you see the credits, the game isn't over. Like, there's a huge amount more stuff to do. Someone in my chat just said, I, I didn't know this. I got different credit music to code because I did things differently. I didn't know that was a thing. 
<laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. I didn't you know. want to talk about the new Mafia and... game? Yeah, I don't know. That's nuts. Apparently, I beat the new Mafia game like... on the hardest difficulty, and I got like some weird ass rap music at the end of the Mafia remake. And I was just sitting there like, what the hell is this? And then someone in my chat was like, I didn't get that music. What is this crap? Huh. Huh. <laughs> and apparently it has to do with the difficulty level you beat it on or something. Oh, weird. What were you saying, Z? Now, I wanted to know if any of you guys, like someone in my chat said, I have not heard someone say a single negative thing about this. I have one. Okay. Uh, I, if I never have to interact or hear Dusa talk again, I'm fine with that. Oh. absolutely fine with that i really like Dusa. i think she's fine i, I could see where I you're coming you from yeah. i knew you would i think, I think about? deuce is super cute like she's fine i love Dusa. she's adorable yeah i hate her her romance lines made my jaw drop okay i can't say anything else I've, I've not gotten to that for sure well who was the, who was the shy one in in um uh the kingdom oh god what was it the battle game the on switch that everybody played uh three three kingdoms or Fire how uh, fire emblem? Fire emblem. There you go. Fire oh, emblem. Thank oh, you. Oh, oh. Wow. Um, okay. The the shy one, whatever her name was. The one was like, oh my god, I can't. Oh, 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 the purple haired girl. Does it start oh, with a I B or something? Too. Bernie. Bernadette. Yeah, Bernadette. Bernadette, yeah, 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 yeah. I hated her too. Yeah. She was I did I I I avoided talking to her whenever possible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we can't all be in Medusa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not playing the games right. Maybe these games aren't made for me. Maybe so. All... A forty-year-old uh, bearded white guy. Maybe they were made for me. Oh, Must man. protect. Yeah. Uh, someone point makes a hashtag <laughs> cancel Z. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. You're gonna have the Is K-pop. That... K-pop. Was a good run, Z. Coming after you. Good run. It was a good run, but you're yeah. right. I gotta go. Someone in my chat go. accurately points out Z. Don't play Genshin Impact because it'll be. You complaining nonstop about how much you hate the characters. Well, right? that's you're too fucking late. I'm just I'm, I'm already is in. Very, um, cutesy anime. It's it's the cutesy type. If cutesy's your thing, you'll yeah. probably just absolutely love it. But it is it's like Dusan Roids. Oh, th- this isn't like it is, this isn't it is cute, this yeah. isn't waifu stuff. I thought it was like waifu stuff. It is, but it's cutesy waifu. It's cutesy waifu. <laughs> it's not like 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 uh, yeah. It's not yeah, just like yeah, super yeah. overly sexualized anime waifu it's cute okay. it's cute waifu it's like yeah, right. waifu. yeah yeah although there's the waifu it's kawaii yeah there you go there also is some like i've seen a bunch of different uh i i've not played genshin impact but i've watched a lot of content over it um i've seen a bunch of different like clips of just like really weird like sexual jokes and and for some reason that that are like not necessarily funny and kind of creepy <laughs> when they make them in the game uh i've seen a handful of those chat's pointing out that it's lisa and yes i've i've seen the character lisa make a bunch of really weird commentary um in the game oh lisa so. in the game in, yeah. in in oh okay i thought you were talking about the game lisa and i was like that doesn't seem like no that way no, at all that no, seems no. like okay yeah, okay. yeah it, it uh yeah it's a it's a weird one for sure um but yeah fin- final commentary on hades that will probably like i said it'll come back up later in the the year i am sure at least on my list um hell of a game you should definitely if you're looking for something to play and you like roguelikes and for some reason you haven't picked it up yet yeah play it i and uh, also yeah, my last platform wise i will say almost on all platforms it seems fine i have had people play it on the switch and they love it uh most people play it on pc 
the, P, uh, the the switch version does run a little bit laggy every once in a while but it's handheld and portable so you kind of think think that it would but yeah what were we gonna say co i was gonna say uh my, my last comments on it um the 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 question i got asked like non-stop especially at the beginning it's like hey how's this compared to isaac how's this compared to like end of the gungeon how's it same thing i told them every time this is the best roguelite i've played I like it better than Isaac. I like it better like it better than Gungeon. Like this is Hades is the best roguelite I've played. It's it's the new the new reigning champ. Yeah. I will say it has been very very good for our, my personal household because I get to pick what to watch on TV because she doesn't care because she's, oh, she's in bed with the Switch. Switch. Yeah. She's <laughs> like doing this like you watch whatever you want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that works out. That works out. Uh, Zeke. Should we talk a little bit about some odd world? And do yeah, we, do we need? Wanna... Should we mention the elephant in the room? Because <laughs> I'm sure. Go right ahead, <laughs> man. I, I ain't, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. What uh, I've I've seen the clip. I think most people have seen the clip. But I think we up most to of us it, have. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, what was it that was so frustrating that you reached the boiling point? Uh, most often when I get super frustrated with a game, and I get to the point where I'm raging and acting like a baby and all that kind of stuff. It's because it's something that seems totally doable and I'm just not doing it. Like it's, I don't get, I don't get angry when I am under leveled or I'm not skilled enough yet, or I haven't, you know, I'm not familiar with the mechanics. Like what really, really gets to me is something that, I can see how to do it, and I, can, I just can't get it done. And after trying over and over and over again, the worst feeling in the world for me is when I feel stupid. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's right when there. this happens. When I feel stupid, I get very angry. And here, the, what happened was, I had just a, like an Xbox controller. I was using just an Xbox controller. Yeah. And something happened, and I took the, the corner of this, and I slammed it on my desk like three times, not remembering that the desk I bought was like supposed to be just a placeholder Amazon $120 desk until I got a real desk, and I never wound up replacing it. So I slammed it three times, and the third time it just goes, straight through the glass every it looked worse than i actually than it actually was like the force of it was not that much right i just hit it like on it with a with a corner of something on a on a piece of glass and sure. it just broke um that's why i was not like super embarrassed like i didn't like flip over the table and like bust my expensive monitors and stuff like that like it was a 120 dollars amazon stand-in desk so it wasn't like i'm breaking thousands of dollars of equipment right um but I will not defend myself in that I did overreact and I acted like a giant child. Yes, that much is true. Um, but it, the aftermath was funny to take a picture of because so, so little like effort went into making all of that mess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was fun because I got a new desk that fits me so much better. It's a nice, like, I went to Ikea for the first time. Yeah. There's a whole adventure story you can read on my Twitter if you want about my first that was the uh, trip yeah first shopping trip to ikea because i never lived close enough to one to go to one right um but 
I got to like the thing about IKEA that I that I was not aware of is that you can piece shit together. Like I took a tabletop from uh, like just a just a like a piece of wood that was like shaped in a corner has a nice cutout so I can like scoot into it. It's deep so I can push all my monitors back and all that kind of stuff. I got legs from a different set that were that are adjustable, go up and down if I want them to. Stuff like that. So like IKEA like putting it together like that was fucking cool. I did a I did a desk construction stream if you want to check that out too. It's pretty funny. Um uh but the I mean the I'm glad that it happened to be honest because I got a desk that actually fits me and I like it much better. That's I, good. I wheel right up to it. I feel like it it's big enough, whatever. Yeah. But the game itself, Oddworld, <laughs> I had no idea. It's fucking excellent and the I'm playing the sequel right now. I had no idea how much content. Is this Abe's the... Exodus like Oh, this Sorry, is Abe's Exodus. Sorry. I, I was making sure this is the first one. This is Exodus. No, Odyssey is the first one. Oh, oh, so this is the second one. Okay. All right, cool. Yep. This is this is uh yeah. Exodus the thing is like you can go through the game much faster than I am if you don't want to save any of the Mudokins. But I'm hundred percent like saving all of them. Um, and it's the only thing that I like will allow and the reason why it's taking one of the reasons why it's taking me so long um other than skill is because after i finish a level then i will look at chat and say did i miss anything and sometimes most of the time it's no because i'm pretty thorough sometimes it's like yeah you missed a couple back that way i was like Fuck, okay so i gotta reload do it again because i want i want that self-discovery um of like finding where they hide stuff is really satisfying like you're like oh shit there's like when you press down behind something in the foreground and you see him go like climb down, you're like, oh shit, I fucking knew it. I called it. There was a <laughs> ladder behind there. You know, it's, it feels good. So uh, I am going through it like organically the first time. And then if I miss anything, I just ask how many I missed. And then I'll go through the entire fucking level again and I'll find them. And I've, I've got 100% of them so far. But if you do it like that, this game has hours of co- content because the best, most like, difficult parts of the game are hidden in those little areas because they're little like sub subsets of levels where it's like you enter a completely different place and it's set up like a puzzle like a puzzle room and it's great i love it it's so satisfying when you get that noise of like all your mudokins going through the portal like and you're like moving on let's go (laughs) um but yeah it's great and uh, if you haven't played them, I highly suggest you go back and try them because this is not like I thought it was like a cute like Crash Bandicoot or like Ratchet and Clank where it's like, hey, we've got attitude, but not too much so your kids can play. This one's like, uh, they're making our people into food and they're eating us. It's it's pretty terrible being a Budokan. Like we're slaves. <laughs> Wow. We get our eyes sewed shut. Like, but the voice is pretty cute the whole time. <laughs> but it's like, it's Jesus. terrible. It's dark, man. And that's, I love it. That's part of the reason why I liked it so much, or uh, uh, taken to it so much. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, play it if you have it. It's great. Fucking great game. And you don't even need to play the remakes or the remake, I guess, of the first game. The, the first game holds up just fine. I don't right. have any desire to go play New and Tasty or whatever it's called. That's good. The controls uh, are spongy. 
I mean, there it suffers. There's some age stuff that it suffers from. Like, there's like it's almost always like you're on a little bit of ice because you like you're running and then you go and you slide and you're like, fuck, I went one too far, and this puzzle requires me to stop exactly where I need to stop, and it gets frustrating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that's fucking fantastic. Uh, random question has nothing to do with games. What was IKEA like in the in the age of COVID? How how was that? trip uh it was it wasn't too bad it was pretty sparse pretty sparse in there yeah um not only with people but also with products like the shit they had stocked were like only the stuff that is super good sellers like the other stuff you'd order online or something so much you try go ahead huh i try like i was like okay it wasn't in the store i left i was like we can just order online i looked online it's like oh eight weeks perfect that's great it's great i i guess because yeah. everyone's just ordering online from ikea because no one wants to go to the store that's why it's they don't huh i didn't think of that well the other thing was like that i made me just read read if you haven't read the story but one of the one of the things that really irked me was on the showroom floor it said this item these these items are in stock because i saw tags it says we're out of stock we don't have this i saw a lot of those yeah and the, some of the things i wanted said we're in stock in stock it's in the back i went back and it's decidedly not in stock none of them i needed uh, like for the desk i wanted i needed like a dozen legs um probably probably, just for safety i probably didn't need that many but i went back and they had zero of the thing they had in stock sorry they said they had in stock but if it i embellished a lot because i was telling a story from a perspective (laughs) but honestly it wasn't that bad it sure. wasn't that bad. It just kind of irked me that I I spent three hours in a place and ended up walking out with just food. Yeah, understandably. Yeah, I, I didn't. I I had to. I had a hor. Not, I guess horrible is maybe too strong of a word. I had a similar experience with IKEA back in the day. Actually, about a desk as well. Uh, they don't sell the desk anymore. It's the Galant. I think they sell something else now. Um, but the Galant was kind of an L-shaped desk, and went out there to buy it. The thing with Ikea desk is it comes piecemeal, like you said, and it's basically a giant desktop. It's one piece of solid wood. It didn't fit in my car, and I was only one person. So I went home on the highway with bungee cords on the back of my Jeep with half of a desk sticking out in the side lane. And it was a horrible, anxiety-ridden experience. So I understand your, your uh, Ikea horror story a little bit too well perhaps um store was fine getting the product go there with multiple people if you're going to buy stuff at ikea i think is the the story that that we all learned from there so uh let me see if there's any other games Zeke. i know you did a uh an indie sunday but we've only got 15 minutes so mm-hmm. i might save that for next week so we give it some uh okay. some the time it deserves that uh, song of horror did, did both of you play that or was that just you co I played a little of it uh, on an indie day, I believe. Let me see. Song of Horror is... I, I, I played so many games, I need a reminder of which one this is. Okay. Uh, well, I did... Uh, oh, yeah, no, I played through this. I played all the way through it. Yeah. Oh, yes, awesome. I, I got 30 hours on record. That's and right. I also played a game that Zeke recommended, uh, House on the Hill. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk... Uh, I we, we probably have already talked about this from Zeke's perspective then. Uh, Co for you, how, how was Song of Horror? We just saw... I clipped Good. out the zombie not there, so let's go show the zombie again. That was exciting. Yeah, it oh, Song of Horror, it was it was a a fun little adventure game. 
not a lot of combat, but there was were some survivability mini games like this one. Uh, it was kind of cool because it has an until dawn mechanic where characters can perma die and there's no save points. So if a character dies, like that's it. If you lose all your characters, you have to restart the episode, which I did have to do once. Um, I definitely had a good time with it. I mean, I really enjoyed some of the puzzles. There were definitely a few aha moments. Um, it was it was fun to explain the environments. They really kind of nailed the ambience in a lot of ways. Like there was also a, what's really cool about Song of Horror is there's all sorts of random things that can happen. So like if you watch somebody play Song of Horror, you'll realize that like a lot of stuff you see you didn't see in your playthrough. Um, like having, for instance, like one example in this area, I had a I lost a character. And then later, which, which he died, he was out of my game. And then later with another character, I entered this small area and I hear this. And I didn't, and I was like, that's weird. That sounds like a gun. And I wandered around the corner and the character <laughs> I lost was pointing a gun at my character, shoots him dead, then shoots himself. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, what the, f like, what is it like? Wanna, and then I, I lost both this. characters. Um, so, and of course, I, and, and then the I ended up for that one, I ended up like losing my characters. Like I lost that episode completely and I had to yep. replay it and I, I never saw it happen again. And then in the second time I'm randomly wandering by a dumpster and just out of nowhere, this mannequin torso drops into it. And I was just like, <laughs> what is this? Like, it's yeah. really cool how they do that because it huh. makes it so like all these little like tiny scares just kind of randomly happen. You know, you'll be wandering through a courtyard and all of a sudden there's like this weird guy playing a violin that's just walking by in the background. And, and, and you know, just like crazy stuff. So that was fun. And then tie that into the adventure elements, the fact that the camera angles were Resident Evil, but they were actually pretty good. Like I, <laughs> I felt like the camera angles actually added to the game instead of kind of took away from it, which is how I feel that a lot of times they do with static camera angles. Um, and it was, it was, overall, it was overall enjoyable. I, I had a good time. Definitely, as I got towards the end, there were a few mechanics that were a little questionable. Like, there were some things that were kind of, like, a little um, weird. Uh, there was, like, one specific puzzle towards this last area. You have to, like, use these cameras to see things that you can't see normally. And then you have to, like, maneuver these characters around. And that was a little weird. Uh, I later learned that that chat was definitely not super happy with that one either. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoyed it. I it is. It was released in episodes. It's five episodes. I, I definitely think Adventure... Uh, especially horror adventure game fans will have a good time with it and uh, i did enjoy it i definitely did enjoy it. it's a great it's a great uh uh halloween game for, for sure now uh one thing i want to reiterate i might have said something about it when i talked about it but i guess I, i'll ask you like how do you how do you personally co how do you feel about like uh i, I don't know what they're called but I, i've always called them noob traps meaning it's your first time playing and this thing will happen like I don't mind them. They're you, like, I'm like, oh fuck. There's no way you can like prepare for that shit. It's just like you're dead, and you're like, all right, all right, game. Fuck you. All right, I'll start again. The thing about about this game, especially in the first level, there's like a few parts that are that are super super trappy. So like, for instance, in 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 there's this one part, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil a couple of them just because they're they're examples I can't really do. There's this one part where you find a blueprint and it shows the outside of the house and it says, okay, we're going to put the scaffolding here. Like I knew that. I knew that. I was like, okay, so there's a scaffolding outside of the house. And then later on you go up to the top of the house and there's two windows and I'm sitting here going, okay, well, I know the scaffolding's uh, over there. Let's go, let's go look out this window. My character goes out that window and I use it. 
and the character opens the window, puts his leg out, and then it cuts <laughs> the outside of the house as the character then tumbles off the roof and dies. Exactly. And Nothing a person would ever do. And I'm sitting here like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, okay, I just wanted to look out the, like, what? Like, you, like I, 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 I thought you were going to tell me, like, look over the edge, or I was going to, oh, I can't go out that way, or something like People don't just go out windows when there's nothing on the other side. Um, so that was kind of ridiculous. Nah, and then nah, later, worry, later, I got this. I know there's something out there. <laughs> and then, and then later, and I'll and I'll prevent. And and this this is this is one that definitely bothered me a little. Well, there was two that bothered me a little bit. But this is there. This, I'll, I'll you know what? I'm screw it. Just spoil it. There's two because <gasps> there's a bunch of these things. So I'm gonna spoil two of them. Okay. So the next one that kind of that kind of pissed me off is the game makes it kind of obvious that like wind or mirrors are a thing. All the mirrors you see are smashed and stuff like that. So at later, I'm, I'm walking through a level and I'm making sure I've been everywhere and then I've done everything. And I open the map and there is literally a blinking question mark. It's the only thing on the map that's blinking. And I was like, oh, well, okay, this is obviously something important. So I go into the place with the blinking question mark and it's a tub. <laughs> and then I walk up to it <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the game is like, would you like to reach in and get what's in the tub? And I was like, well, I mean, it's a giant blinking black question mark on my map. I mean, of course I need to do that. My character reaches in, tentacles come out of the tub and pull the character into the tub and I have lost a character. And I, and I literally was sitting here like, you put a blinking question, the <laughs> only icon on my map that was blinking. You, what? You gotta give it up though, because I mean, the thing, the thing with that is, like a moth no to light. known, and it could have been fucking Mickey Mouse jumped out of there, pissed in your face, and slapped your head clean off. It would have been the same thing. Like you can't, you can't account for something Dude, like you, that. Well, well here's and the thing. They here's know the thing. it. Looking back, looking back, one could infer that you wouldn't want to see your reflection in the water. And sure. I was like, okay, maybe the broken mirrors were supposed to be a hint. Okay, but then we get to my next one. Let me get to my next one. I'm in this area with one of my favorite characters who has survived like two different missions. And I walk and I find this, this body. And I pick an item up off the body and I'm like, great. And then I see this other item and I'm like, oh, this doesn't look good. Let me see what it says. And I, and I click the thing and he goes, and I kid you not, he goes, I see a grenade. I'll have to be careful if I want to remove it. And I was like, okay, he's going to be careful. Great. You haven't learned your the game told me, like, he's going to be careful, right? I blew him up. The second he touched the grenade, not only did he explode, it collapsed a part of the level. And I'm like, you told me you were going to be careful. You told me. Like, I wouldn't have said yes if you, like, if, oh, this looks risky. If you would have said anything. That would have told me yep. that I thought it would have been okay. I wouldn't have done it. But he was just like, oh, I bet I, I bet I could carefully remove it. There's a subtle genius to that though, right? It's like, don't worry. Your character's gonna be careful. No, 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 he's not gonna be careful. He's not gonna be careful yeah. at all. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, it was it was tough. And then there's like another one with a with a thing over an object, and you pull the object off. It's, there's 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 definitely a lot of things in the game where it's just like Either the game is expecting you to be hyper aware or just like Zeke said, like, it's just, they're just noob traps. They're yeah. just like, they're just like, would you yeah. like your character to die? <laughs> yes or no. 
It's just like that's literally the option on your oh. screen. Would you like to die? <laughs> well, you're. Uh, the, I was just kind of mentioned uh, finally, or you were talking about those two windows, right? And I went through the the right one, and I got outside. I could see the other one that had nothing below it. And I went. I wonder what happens. I bet you die. And I walked out. I was like, still surprised. Like, you wouldn't look. <laughs> Yep. Look it's first. hilarious because it's like the guy's blinders no, on. It's like, like oh, oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's like it's like putting a baby in like you know like this uh, a bath, right? It's like you, you test the temperature before you put the baby in there, right? You don't want to burn the baby. It's like, nah, it's fine. Let I me see if the water's boiling if the baby screams. <laughs> it's great though. I mean, it, it gave me a chuckle. Now I really want to hear about House on the Hill. See what you thought. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the House on the Hill. Call the show. Okay. I'll find the bottom. Uh, House on the Hill was was wild. Um, I I House on the Hill, I really, really enjoyed the first 80% of it. And I uh, the, with House on yep. the Hill, I thought it was going somewhere. And I was really kind of excited to see where it was going. And then it just didn't. It just like it just like ended. <laughs> so i i kind of like i was i i it's one of those games where like i enjoyed the gameplay and I, and i was totally in it and like i loved the 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 house and and exploring the house and not having any idea what was going on and it was like this part here especially was like horrifying and like i you know it, it did a great job of setting the scene and all this crazy stuff and then as you get closer and closer to the end you kind of realize what's going on like i feel i feel like almost it could have ended around that 80% mark and just left it open. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I felt like it, it tried to make things too concrete. And by doing that, it lost a lot of what made it cool. They <laughs> devils um, advocated it. And it fucking like, yes. you're, you're just like, God, yeah. man, you could have just ended it right when Keanu shot himself, dude. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, and the thing that, the thing that I kind of didn't like is by the time I got to the end, I was just kind of like, Eh. like i felt like i felt like it kind of yeah. and chat too was just like what's dude what like really like and i don't know part, like, but i will I say this but I, I was just to say like the meat of it was awesome like it was just a good horror game like there were some great jump scares there were some really cool mechanics um there were some great like like enemies uh i mean it was the the, the when you're trying to wrap your head around what's happening it does a really good job of like presenting questions so you're just kind of constantly going like, why do you say that? What, what do you mean by that? Why is this like this? Didn't we do this last time? And it's just like, it really evokes all these like really interesting questions. Um, and it did a really good job of that. Um, and then when it, when it kind of started answering them, it just kind of got like, I kind of wish I didn't know the answers. <laughs> kind of wish we just yeah. kept them questions. Yeah. Yeah. This game definitely suffers from... I mean, I'm not I'm not saying like they don't understand, but it's it's they want to over explain, and a lot of times storytellers forget or choose to ignore that the mystery is what remains. The answer is not as important. If you leave it unanswered, that's fine. The mystery is what really digs its fucking nails into you. Oh, and for the for those saying we're spoiling it, I, I'll say this right now. Even, 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 um, 
Oh, dude. There, there, were, there, were, a few, there were a few scares that definitely gave me, like, a, a heart flutter. Like, just like, like oh, shit. Like, oh, oh, I think this is one of the ones I had to just stop and breathe. <laughs> the enemy designs, man. Weren't the enemy designs great? Like, there was a couple oh, yeah. of them I was like, oh, I love them. Holy man. shit. I love them. I love them. Um, even yeah, if you know hey, the like, ending, this is, is one like of those the, games. The, 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 the crawly thing. Oh, yeah, the spider thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. That was a great character design. I love that one. Because there's a new emote me for and you Zeke, right there. Me and Zeke have not, <laughs> have not said the ending. But even if we had, it's still worth the journey. Like, like the game, oh, absolutely. there's so much, there's so much little nuance in, in the first, like, few hours. If you like yeah. horror games, it's totally worth the journey. Yeah. That, um, that's an easy email yeah. right there. You don't even got to pay Julia for that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, House on the Hill. It's still in early access, too. And for for what I got out of it, how much did I play it? It was a sh- it's a relatively short experience. How long did it take you go? Oh, a few hours. Bought it was an yeah. hour and a half, unless you played it multiple times. I don't I don't think it was an hour. Let me let me check real quick because I opened yeah. and closed I, it. I, um, I have two and a half hours on record, and I oh wow wow eighty eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, yeah. I thought it was a few hours. It felt it felt it's, like longer. I'll say that it, it took that for many. Me, it was worth my it life. was worth the seven bucks. It's only seven bucks, but it was worth it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's not bad. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. We've got some more stuff then uh, that we can talk about next week. Because I know, Co, you've played some other uh, horror games. Zeke, you did some indie Sunday stuff. There's probably games that we forgot to talk about because uh, it's been two weeks, two kind of busy weeks since we've uh, had a show. And we also didn't talk about some news uh, like Shadowlands being delayed. Although I don't, we wouldn't really have much to say there. Um, but good, I think, is probably what most of us would say. Um, always always a good thing when that happens um and then we'll figure it out it just the only thing that i'm worried about and then we'll we'll do the the shout outs if they delayed that for then for it to release in november fuck (laughs) if that game comes out in november i can't take it there's too many games it's too busy there's too many things going on it's too many things please don't come out i think i picked the i picked the right time to take a vacation Oh, you're taking a vacation in November? <laughs> Too much hype shit. Yeah, I'm going to visit uh, my family in uh, Montana for Thanksgiving. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It'll be... Uh... Hype shit. You guys, I hope you have fun with your with your, with your your cyberpunks and your PlayStations and your box of Xs. I'm oh, going on right. vacation in November, too. Yeah. Night City. Yeah, Co's playing... <laughs> Co's excited oh. for a singular game. I'll be playing all the other stuff. <laughs> Uh, we'll see i i am gone i i do want to have an actual conversation about the uh the the release the the zeitgeist of cyberpunk i am worried about how that's going to go from like a public opinion type deal if there's like one bad review of it that guy should like just get off the internet just like close his social media <laughs> just like not even we, show can, his we face. can have an interesting discussion on that yeah I mean, I, I mean as somebody who is incredibly excited for the game i think it's possibly one of the most overhyped games that's ever happened i don't it, um i don't know if it's overhyped yeah. i don't know if it has the correct amount of hype that's that's maybe that's a discussion as well but like knowing how the rest of the year has gone around reviews with things like last of us 2 uh and just any other big game really fucking hell man it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a honey, doozy honey are you back you got the cars full of gas you got the keys all right 
Cyberpunk wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> that's, that's how it's going to be, man. Well, I, I think, honestly, I, I think there's going to be a lot of that. I think there's going to be a lot of that. I think the expectations are so high for the game that even if it was like nearly perfectly executing what it set out to do, that the expectations are just going to make it so it's never going to be. It's like, it's like a Half-Life 3 almost at this point. Yeah. It's like if Half-Life 3 came out, no matter how good it would be, like, there's going to be people where the expectations are unmeetable. So I, I think it's I think that's probably what's going to happen in a lot of ways. Yeah. Anyway, we could this yeah. this is the was, beginning of a long. Discussion. It is. I was, I was telling my <laughs> chat the other day that I'm more interested in the reaction to the game than I am in playing in it right now, um, which I think that'll go away once the game actually comes out. But yeah, it'll be crazy when that thing actually ships, um, like seven or eight years after the announcement, or however long it's been with this much hype. And in 2020, gone gold. But we're yeah. we're here. It's happening. Yeah, that's for indeed. sure uh maybe we'll bring that up next week and, and talk about it at length jay you'll have to remind us because we'll probably forget everything that we just said in about uh six uh six days and 21 hours from now uh <laughs> zeke do some shout outs for us you bet what's up everybody thank you guys very much for for watching uh thank you to cohen jp for being my co-host every week for the past oh, i don't even know how many fucking years we've been doing this this Lots is episode 251, by the way. Funny enough. Wow. Damn, dude. Uh, my name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore III on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, I will be broadcasting not after this, but I will be broadcasting tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. Pacific. I'm going to be doing a uh, Phasmophobia stream. Um, I've got my friend JM from Devolver and my girlfriend. And uh, one other person that she has not told me she's inviting yet. <laughs> uh, she's deciding but yeah we're gonna be playing some phas- uh, phasmophobia to start uh tomorrow and then uh <clears throat> after everybody leaves i will be finishing trying to finish up uh abe's exodus so that's what's coming up i just downloaded and uh uh fired up the gotcha madness so maybe i'll do a joke uh stream of that be at careful. some point in the future just just to see just be to careful. see what it's like no just just a taste I just want just a tiny taste. Got to be careful. Got to be real careful. Co, do some shout outs for us. Absolutely. My name is Co. Hi. As always, a big thanks to Zeke and JP. I'm going to be playing Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, we're finishing up a game in the Cozy Streams called Someday You'll Return. We'll be doing that tonight around 6.30. It's kind of like a surreal adventure game. It's been a lot of fun. Maybe checking out some more Alan Wake soon. Maybe some more Phasmophobia. Uh, we got the new Remothered coming out, Amnesia later in the year. We got a bunch of stuff coming up. So hope to see in the channel. Going to be streaming pretty much every day at 8 a.m. Uh, taking a half day tomorrow, but should be on for that in the cozy streams. Moving forward, and as always, thank you guys for watching. If I don't see you before then, see you next week. Awesome stuff. Maybe we'll get stripping on next week. Actually, yeah, be Ze- cool. if Zeke plans on playing some uh, Genshin, we'll have Zeke and, and stripping maybe go back and forth. One of us should. Yeah. And I think it should be me, the one who has a possible gambling problem. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That makes sense. <laughs> well, that seems like the safe choice. Yeah, that, that seems smart and safe for sure. We'll see how that goes. Uh, thanks everyone for watching Drop Frames. We'll see you next week for another episode uh, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. We're out. Have a good one. Bye-bye.